No, that's how it is. We in the we we in the hospital in the hospital room, and then Cam is like, "Man, I'm sorry, man. We uh, I used to love how we used to do it back in the day." And then I'm like, I walk to the side to get my backpack, and I'm like, "Yo, I got the laptop right here. <laughs> Let's record one for old time's sake." Shit. No wait, you gotta you gotta make it dramatic. Right now. I mean, when you grab the laptop, when you grab the laptop, you gotta rub it across the top. <laughs> you gotta do the you gotta do the gotta I don't know if clean feed's still around. <laughs> I don't even remember my password. Let me see. <laughs> Yo, I don't remember my password. Remember get, I do remember how to the clean feed, old man. <laughs> you think you still know how to separate them vocals old man? <laughs> One of, the, oh. one of the nurses come in. You can't have electric equipment here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, oh LA gets the intro right. Looks at the camera. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Up your wake, up your wake, up your wake, up your wake. I'm your host, L.A. AKA LA. Along with me, I got the spirit gunner, the West Craven of rap, Cam Archer. You know what I'm saying? Because when I fuck these hoes, I let them know off rip it's not love, but I respect you as a human being, Queen. How y'all doing today? Y'all good? <laughs> got your koofy on today, huh? Every time. <laughs> and also with us the family man the director with all the facts a devon johnson it's getting doon <laughs> remix today i like it per per bbc in uh awesome. the U- in the uk the most requested <laughs> i like i like how you citing sources now because what I'm about to say is like you're gonna ask like wait is this true? Okay, in, I haven't questioned you up until now. In the UK now, now from here on out you gotta cite all you gotta cite your sources from here it, on out. In the U, well last time it was National Geographic, so I sorted I, the, okay. about the, the three vaginas. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so the 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 most requested funeral song in the UK is England, uh, or or by in England is by Monty, Monty Python, called "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life." Wow, fucking Brits, man! First they take over Hollywood, and then they picking terrible songs to listen to. <laughs> wow. Wait, but I will say, hey, I will say this, and listen, listen, it's a tough time, uh, you know, losing someone, but y'all have to stop using "Stairway to Heaven" by the OJ's as your as your funeral song. That is not a funeral song. <laughs> that is. I must say that I, is a I sex song. Stairway to Heaven, Antonio. That is a I sex song. Been to very many funerals, so I've never. I can't say that I've heard that. I've, I've been, been funerals in my life. I've been to about three or four, and they got that playing because it's it's a it's it's a somber esque song. Like as far as at the first tempo. I thought you meant at first I thought you meant Led Zeppelin. I was like niggas is using Led, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> no, so but I guess because it's saying Stairway to Heaven, they're thinking okay, cool, this is nice, but like right. he's literally really talking about orgasm. Yes. <laughs> He literally and says you know climbing the he mind? says climbing the road to ecstasy. But people were like, Oh yeah, this will be nice for Uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I personally want uh, I want backstabbers playing if I'm picking any record from those. no, it's got I mean it obvious the obvious answer is uh is, that is goodbye. 
by Boys to Men? That's a good question to ask people. So hard to say goodbye. Like what song? They, even even in the even in the video, they were at the they was at the graveyard, right? You gotta pay Bone Thugs for me then. See you at the crossroad, crossroad. Nah, I mean, well, I guess it depends. I guess it depends on who. I probably pick Many Men. Like I need the album version though. I need the album version, so I need you to hear the. Yo, we got some need, man. I'm hungry, the motherfucker. Hey, yo, man. Yo, it's taking homie so long, son. Get you calm down, man. He's coming. What the hell? You know what you can. You know oh, what, what, you... what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> ah, son, pull on, pull on. Yeah, I need the whole. You can the play the play. instrumental. Play the instrumental of We Major to, at my funeral. I feel like all well, of you gonna do that. I feel like all I those mean, horns is like really heavenly. <laughs> then can I get we gonna make it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get to heaven here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck around with you deviants. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. No, you definitely won't. <laughs> definitely won't. LA the type oh, to man. be told, hey, sorry, the, like Peter's gonna be at the gates, like, sorry, bro, you didn't make it to heaven. And LA gonna try to debate with him. Nah, fam, I disagree. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with that fact. Oh shit. They're gonna be up there be like, we heard episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> you heard what you said. <laughs> oh shoot! Welcome everybody to this podcast where we black men get together each and every week to mean what we say and say what we mean. And as always, peace to Ready Raheem. This is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast, episode fourteen. God damn, I'm good at this now. Boy, look at that. Didn't even didn't even stutter a half step. See, this is why pe- this is this is why people are gonna get on you when you fuck up because you're doing all this. Oh yeah, no, you gotta, as, as, all this gloating. As as you, gotta make it, you gotta make it regular, bro. If you gotta celebrate when you do your regular intro, Every what time. are you celebrating for? This is why this honestly, I think this is why God knew not to give me no real talent, especially in sports. You know what I mean? Because like be I, every, every, every press play. conference, every press conference, they would be like, uh, you scored um 30 points tonight, you had 10 assists. How do you feel about your game? How do I feel? Did you see me? <laughs> Did you see the way uh, 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 you saw that? Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely oh, yeah, cut. No. You want to dunk? So my neck first play the next game. I'll be I'm gonna like I'm gonna sag off. I'm gonna sag off defensively. Let you think you got the back door cut. I'm going right up under them legs, and you are eating the ground, <laughs> fucking around with me. My dad you always ground, just, great bitch. My dad always used to say, "Act like act like you've been there before." And I used yeah, to no, hate it for anything. So like, if I hit a, See, if I hit a home is, run, I act if like yeah. I've been there before, but I do it arrogantly. You know what I mean? Like, they will be like, Cam, how do you feel? Oh, you know, I feel good. You know, I feel good. Well, I mean, you won. Well, yeah, I'm dope as fuck. So what you? I mean, that's what's supposed to happen. That, that would be me. I'm not gonna like a passive, a passive aggressive arrogance. <laughs> no, like, I'm not. I can't. Yeah, no, I like I need it. I need y'all. Like, duh. What you what you think? What you think was gonna happen when I went out there? I'm not gonna get up there and be like, yeah, I'm the best. Like, yeah, this is what I do. You thought I was gonna go out there and be trash? What you think? Yeah, like it's like people be like, Cam's an asshole. I'm like, no, I'm not. But you said you rap way better than so and so because it's true. You want me to lie to you? I didn't, I didn't say I rap better than everybody in the motherfucking world. But if you talk about him right over there, him in the, in the cargos, that nigga right there, yeah, I rap better than that nigga. What the oh, fuck are you asking me for? You want the truth? Oh, you man. Better. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I was. It's, thank, thank you, Lord, for not giving me any of those gifts because I would have been, <laughs> been suspended, fined. Wouldn't have wouldn't have anything. Uh, I heard that you wrap bricks with the best of them. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> those are the allegations. You know what I mean? Allegedly, allegedly, those things have happened. I'm not here to either confirm or deny. Uh, so, 
we were talking about passing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there was a really, really unfortunate uh, incident that occurred in Hollywood with Alec uh, Baldwin. Uh, Antonio, I'm going to give you the uh, chance to uh, speak on it a little bit, get people up to date on what was going on. So this is on this is on the set of a movie, I think, I believe called Rust. That is correct. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and dang, let me let me let me make sure I have all the credentials. But the but the way I heard it, I think there's still things coming out of the investigation. Mm-hmm. But apparently there was a gun given to Alec. I, I'm not quite sure whether or not the gun had live ammo or if it had blanks, but maybe he wasn't properly trained or told or whatever. I, I'm thinking it was still a blank because what I believe happened was the gun fired and it hit the DP and then like deflected off the DP and hit the director. The DP, um, I, we were talking about, I think her name is H- Helena Hut. Hutchins Mm -hmm. she's the one who passed away and the director I don't have that name I think he or she was just injured so there's still a lot of details coming out about exactly what happened although I'm, I'm on Twitter right now and like I guess the armorer I guess that's the title uh just just set her d- deleted her Twitter and Facebook accounts because I guess she's probably wow, been getting thanks. um she's probably which been I don't know is that do you guys feel like that's fair well I mean so here here's what's confusing about it that I'm still not quite uh keyed in on so I know in some sets you have live rounds and then you have uh whatever fake thing that they do in order to simulate uh, what it looks like on film. So I would imagine there is a series of tests and checks before the actor is given any type of prop weapon. Yes. So it, it it is somebody's fault, right? Like at the end of the day, somebody's going to get most likely charged for this. Uh, but it seems, because this isn't obviously the first time this happened. I think the most... Uh, the one that most people come to think of is Brandon Lee, right, on the set of The Crow, mm-hmm. where he was uh, shot, um, unfortunately, during during a scene. I still won't uh, watch that movie due to that death. I've never watched The Crow in its entire I've never. No, no, I haven't either. Great miniseries, though, but no, no, I haven't seen the movie. Um, but yeah, Brandon Lee uh, being gunned down uh, from that type of thing, too. And if I'm not mistaken, they there was like sweeping changes that was made in Hollywood to try to avoid something like that from happening again. Apparently. Um, but yeah, it seems now in this day and time, especially with like COVID and everything like that, you would think like precautions would be super high. So for this to happen the way that it did and the fact that because apparently he, he shot it multiple times, right? Before he like, I guess they realized something was wrong. I think so. Yeah. So shoot. I was about to yeah, say all I know is they've said that he was given the gun by like the prop master or something. And so mm-hmm. he was told it was cool. Yeah, I don't know if they're saying that just to protect him in the long run. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you got to imagine um, that, you know, conversations uh, were had behind the scenes to say, hey, we're going to try to mitigate this as best we can. It, it was an accident. But calling this an accident is so I don't know if you can. I mean, at, at best, you could probably say somebody maybe it's, you know, manslaughter, potentially, because um, I, I believe that's the the one they give you if it's 
like you caused it, but it wasn't intentional, right? Like that wouldn't be him though. Well, not not to not to Alec, obviously. It would but be like whoever, whoever was in charge. Yeah, or I feel like it would have to go to Alec if he didn't go through the proper procedures and channels to make sure the gun was good. I mean, they're gonna try to get him out. Like, I don't think they. Well, gonna, I don't think they're gonna put no charges on him. But uh, that's not supposed. That's not supposed to be his his role. He's su- he's supposed to be given safe equipment. Equipment. Yeah. <sighs> Like Unless, if somebody hand you, you know, a sword and it's supposed to be a prop sword and it's a real sword and they tell you, no, no, it's okay. You can do the stabbing and you stab somebody and it's a real sword. I ain't on me. You know what I mean? Like I was told that this was this is gonna be okay to hit you with. And it don't and it's not, right? So like I don't know what's gonna come from this. I doubt anything legally will happen to Alec Baldwin, but I know mentally he's gotta be in a yeah, like, probably, really, yeah. really Oh yeah, I mean you technically kill somebody. So yeah, yeah. that's not something that you're just gonna get over. And even having someone tell you that it was it wasn't your fault that you were given, I don't think that makes you feel any better about no. about about what happened. Because apparently he reached out to the family members, like the husband, and uh, he was talking to I guess I think uh, her father and mother or something like that like uh, whoever the media family is and having a conversation like that has got to be one of the hardest things to do you know what i mean not only to say that you know accident happened and said she lost her life but i'm the one that pulled the trigger you know what i mean mm-hmm. that couldn't have been yeah, no, it's gotta be that's gotta be something really difficult to live with in that scenario yeah i don't know i don't know what he's totally innocent to overcome this right because yeah I don't know. the media attention is going to be super heavy on him going forward and it, it took him a while to like really because he was really i think he uh 30 rock could help like revitalize his career and then his stint you know being trump on snl uh really put him back in like the zeitgeist and i imagine a lot of that stuff is how he ended up back in you know whatever this movie is right uh, him giving you know new opportunity roles and now that this happened you got to imagine that a lot of that stuff is going to be stinted uh either by him or by the people uh who you know want to do the hiring because they have to take on all that uh, publicity that they probably don't want. It's a sad situation all around. But uh, what, what was Antonio? What was the name? What was the name again? Uh, yeah, Helena Hutchins. Helena so Hutchins. she, RIP to Helena. She was forty-two years old. She was born in um, Ukrainian, Ukrainian Soviet Russia, Ukrainian hmm. Soviet Russia. She moved to LA. To pursue to uh, um, pursue her film career, she's been credited with more than thirty films, short films, or TV miniseries. Um, so yeah, it seemed like she was what appears she was on the she was on the up and up when it comes to her her career. Uh, I don't know how big Russ was supposed to be, but you know you're you're now working with you know famous actors now, so. Yeah. Yeah, she was only 42, which in the film industry is not is not very old at all. You're right. At least for behind, behind the scenes anyway. Yeah, usually those those people in those spots don't really get going until they're older because it's so hard to break into it. Yeah. Unless you just come up the up funnel up the the system at a young age, it's it's kind of hard to to break through. Yeah. So Yeah, really crappy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame, man. Uh but so, he yeah. tweeted something. Who? Well, know. he tweeted something, but he deleted the tweet. Um, well, the, I can only read the start of it because it was a it was a, it was a screen grab of what somebody else responded to it. Mm-hmm. But he just said, "There's no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took 
that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. So he went on, but there was some guy that quote tweeted this. And at the beginning of the quote tweet, he put in quotes, Helena Hutchins, comma, a wife. And then goes on to say, Helena Hutchins was a person in and of herself. She was a cinematographer. She was a professional for men. Women continue to exist only in reference to men. It's patriarchal, patriarchal, it's violent. And in this particular case, it feels especially disgusting. And I just want to say that I really hate people like this, like hate, like a really deep hate, <laughs> like, like a really, really deep hate, like the type of hate uh, that you probably shouldn't have for people. <laughs> Cause it's like somebody, <laughs> somebody had something happen to them that was that was terrible and then that person recognized that the person who it happened to like has people that love them and no longer have them anymore and so like the fact that they're using him saying that she had a a husband that called her wife and had kids that called her mom to use that as like you should have just talked about her being a career woman or something and it's like i i just i just wish people weren't so stupid but i guess in 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 today's woke you're asking era, for a lot bro yeah. Yeah. it's just wild to yeah. me like listen i don't care what i accomplish if i die i hope people will mention the fact that more than any of this stuff i was a husband and i was a dad and i don't i don't he I wasn't just a husband and a dad he was tall he did film <laughs> As a black as a black man, we always undercut like nah 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 nah. I'm a I'm a wear koofy nah. didn't have his size. I'm a <laughs> husband no I'm a husband and a dad and I would we hope that you the green knight. <laughs> you do not have to have to list my professional accomplishments first. Put that at the end. Even though he did put the fact that she was a respected and deeply admired colleague. But you know, yeah. people want to use so another guy, his name is Josh Rabby, quoted that tweet. And he put, I'm, I'm going to delete this. Um, but for someone with ten, for someone to, from someone with tens of thousands of followers is about to make me lose my mind. He says, um, it is fully okay to point out that loved ones might be the most aggrieved at this loss. What is wrong with you? And yeah, that, that they're, pretty looking, much, they're looking for fame, man. They're looking, uh, they're looking for, they're looking for somebody to see that tweet agree. Right. And then share it amongst however many folks and then have some platform to stand on. And everybody's looking for the 15 minutes. So that's what happens. Um, it is, like you said, it's it's not cool. It's not right. But such is the internet. You know, as long as the internet exists, this will always continue. People are always looking to stand on somebody's tragedy, somebody's brief, grief. But that's how it goes. Uh, people are always looking to cancel them, uh, cancel somebody or do something. Uh, speaking of canceling, uh, apparently Michael Myers is on the chopping block uh, to get canceled next. Um, Cam, you got information on this one. Tell us what happened. Uh, yeah, so you know me. I was on the uh, the Twitter streets yep. being a whole deviant. You know how I get down. Yeah, of course. Of course. I seen you out there. Uh, you, know how, you know how I'll be wilding. You know, and I, I see an article. An article by Screen Geek that says Michael Myers is said to be homophobic in Halloween Kills. 
<laughs> you gotta explain why though. It's because we throw we throw we throw them words out a lot so now, and the degrees of of measure is kind of is getting out of out of whack. You gotta say why though, because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You see, what happened was there's a couple living in Michael Myers' childhood home in this movie, and it actually one of the people is Michael McDonald, who's shut up. Uh, one, one of the couple is Michael McDonald. Wait, who are you t- who are you yelling at? <laughs> who, who are you yelling at? My, uh, my sound bar has, you know, A L E X A built into it. Oh, so it okay, just okay, randomly okay, if it okay, thinks okay. it hears that, it'll like just pop up. I'm having trouble connect I didn't ask you to do nothing. Um <laughs> but uh yeah. Domestic violence. Michael Myers' Chill, childhood's Cam. home is inhabited by a couple. One of which is Michael McDonald. He used to be on Mad TV. He used to play Stewart on Mad TV. I remember. Look what I can do. Uh, and he's in a gay relationship with another man. And their names are Big John and Little John. And they're really funny. They're really funny in the movie. Uh, and he kills them. Because they're mm-hmm. living in his childhood home. Right? Simple as that, you'd think, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, people are saying Michael Myers is homophobic. Because he killed a gay couple in the movie. They didn't say he was racist for killing a black couple. They didn't say he was sexist for killing a woman. All they said was Michael Myers is homophobic because he murdered a gay couple. Now, was that, you, was that really the only thing they had? Yes. They didn't have any other now, argument that you, led to that? Uh, well, they're also going off the fact that on the news child's play show, Chucky's like, I don't care if you're gay. <laughs> So they're like, why is Chucky so accepting with Michael Myers? Oh my God. Not? Now, so you, Michael Myers was supposed to use his brain all of a sudden to stop and spare this and gay sp- couple. And, and, yeah, they murdered. He murders everybody else, but he not them. An old black woman and an old white man that was a, an interracial couple. He don't give a fuck. What now, mind right. you, Michael Myers is a sixty-year-old man from down-home rural Chicago. <laughs> he killed his sister in 1963. Do you think there's tolerance? In this man, I'm gonna hold Come back. On. I'm gonna Come hold on. back on my violence it's for just, this gay couple. It's like, so. I just don't ridiculous. get like the last thing on my mind was wow, because they actually that couple, Big John and Little John, actually were the the one of the funniest parts of the movie, and they don't go out like bitches. Like they go, they're actually trying to find out who's in their house, like who broke into their house. They're trying to go chase them down. They don't even know who it is. Yeah. It's not like they were just like super flamboyant and just you know what I mean. Like yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, uh, but you know, yeah, you know, that's that's cancel culture. People are you can't stupid. Can't cancel Michael Myers because that nigga will, that nigga will cancel your life. So. <laughs> <laughs> Articles like this are what drum up the other side to be so see see. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what happened? Uh, oh, so like when the Robin was announced, right? And and uh, Superman stuff like that, right? Where they're it's all over. Like CNN has got this stuff, right? And we're like, oh, look at Superman kissing a boy and, and Robin. And then, mind you, these aren't the characters, A, that they were introduced to. B, they don't read comics. C, this is the only time they're going to bring up any of these characters ever again in their, their life, right? So you bring up this type of stuff for what and for who outside of the drum up clicks where you, whatever your fledgling site is. It's so ridiculous. It's like when I saw people, I I saw comments talking about why you got to introduce sexuality into my 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 comics. Why you got to put 
Say why I don't care if they're gay, but why you gotta put them kissing on the cover? Fam, how many times have you seen Peter Parker kissing Mary Jane or Lois kissing Clark on the front of a cover? None of that shit matters. And you're not reading none of this stuff, so why does it matter? If if Michael Myers if for you to say Michael Myers is cognizant enough to kill everyone, but when he saw this gay couple, he really he really he was like, Oh, if there's one thing I really don't like, is two men kissing. <laughs> There's one they thing really I hate. It's these dag nab gays <laughs> <laughs> running around and had it in the house, but touching my sister's things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Bucko. Michael Myers was not like, and now, now what? Now I don't want, but I don't want to see them trying too hard to because it was there was a bunch of tweets about this. That's why the article happened. Like Twitter was there was a lot of people tweeting this that he was actually. Oh, this is, I'm sorry. I, I have to say this. Uh, the, the Eagles were at the one yard line and just fumbled and the Raiders recovered. <laughs> we're up 30 to 7. Um, I knew a, knew a football thing was going to come sooner. Or later. You, knew it was, you knew it was coming. Yeah, but yeah I, I, I just really coming. just hope this is, doesn't go all the way left as far as like now horror movies have to have inclusion. Like, like horror well, movies. To me, this was inclusion. Like, the fact that you, had, was, you had a gay but, couple but, in there. You, know, I mean, like, you need the killer to be about, like, by like, the way, before a, I kill you. Before I kill you. No, like a, a biased, mindless killer. Like they're gonna Listen, do a Jason movie. No, where he like comes out of the lake and sees a gay kid and pats him on the shoulder and keeps walking. No, no, no. Nah, because this will turn. Like, this will. Michael Myers run. killed. Michael Myers killed gay people. He killed a black couple. He killed a kid in this movie. He didn't give a fuck. This will turn. If no, if they did that, that'll turn me into Dave because they've been killing niggas in horror movies for for, for decades. So it's like, no, nah, I don't want to hear none of that. It's a joke now. I don't want to hear that. Like literally, it's a running joke that now, to me, like the 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 equivalent of what you're talking about is like not killing your black character first because I think yeah. everybody knows that that's the thing that people are looking for is a black person going to die first. Yeah. So let me not have a black person die first. How about they die fifth? So that yeah. I don't, so I don't fall into that trap, right? But every every horror uh, villain now, before they kill anybody, is like, "Hey, look, man, before I kill you, I just want to let you know that I appreciate your lifestyle and it doesn't bother me at all." Mm-hmm. Bam! <laughs> just want to let you know this ain't personal. It's just, yeah. just doing what I got to do. Listen, nothing to do you, about your relationship. You know I was very that. happy for the relationship that you chose that I just viciously ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But th- honestly, though, things like this really uh, stab. It, it makes it makes it makes representation as a whole uh, and like inclusivity as a whole seem more jokey because for the people who claim themselves to be like normal, quote unquote, uh, and them saying that we don't want this type of stuff in our entertainment, which is stupid. But for them, for them, it builds an argument for them because they basically can say is all y'all all you, all you do is cry. All y'all do is cry. Y'all don't really want representation. Y'all, uh, you want everything to be your side. Y'all don't care about anything else. So it helps make them. It does. It goes against the argument for what you want, which is more people to see different lives. There's so many different versions of people that exist, and only a small amount of them actually show on either the silver screen or the small screen. I think the that point of it, fact. the point of it, should have been that we have a neighborhood in which there are different types of people and couples exactly. in it, and that should have been it. Now you just know everybody gonna get this knife, and that's it. Yeah, the the real outlier outlier is that a very happy gay couple lived in a rural town in Chicago. Yeah, like like (laughs) to me, and and to me, you you get you've gotten there when it's not even a question or a thing that people bring up. It's just oh okay, these are these are the characters. All right, let's get to the killing. Exactly. 
I, I remember somebody said, the bodies are ready. <laughs> yeah, some, somebody told me once he was like, "Man, it seems like because you know you know those people out there there's a gay agenda." I was like, "Man, every 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 time I look around, man, every time I look on TV, man, some men kissing, some kissing." And I'd be like, "It sounds like only the things you watch." <laughs> has that I was stuff. gonna say because well, I we know one person that's that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Speaking. That was like a lob. Yeah, speaking of someone that was like the equivalent of a back shoulder pass. Come on on now, dog. (laughs) Come on, man. Boosie. Boosie, boosie, boosie. As the internet have now described him as bussy. (laughs) I really think he's gay. And something, something, man, because to be this bothered, like something is up with his men. It's like he has a heat seeker for gay shit. (laughs) So we got to talk about it. If you haven't, if you didn't know, Boosie Badass, the one and only, finally broke. <laughs> he finally cracked. <laughs> and it didn't even take much to do it. So if if you're unaware, Lil Nas X, who is a very popular rapper who is also gay, has been in, a, <laughs> been in a Twitter verbal war that he did not start, nor did he try to keep it going. He's With just Boosie. trolling him. It's so obvious. I don't understand yeah. how nobody goes to Boosie he, and says, yo, he's doing this on purpose. But the funny part is that is that this is honestly the first time that Lil Nas X has actually said something to Boosie directly that wasn't yeah. like prompted beforehand. So every other That's time right. that he's like said anything about it, Boosie was the first one to say something, right? So it would be Lil Nas X does a thing, and then Boosie would find a way to criticize it in some form or fashion. So this time, Lil Nas X actually did something unprompted where he got on, I think, IG Live and was like, me and Boosie got a, a collab coming soon, coming out soon. We got a song coming out real soon. And that was enough <laughs> to make him go on For Twitter. a wild tirade. I'm not going to repeat what he said. It's a, it was, <laughs> was crazy. But he basically it is a deuce. Every, everything that you should stop saying or back in like early 2004, <laughs> 2005, he said it. <laughs> he dropped. All, the I mean, most. I mean, he said a yeah, a bunch of derogatory stuff against yeah. gay people. He said he could he, he should kill himself essentially. Yeah, he told him to commit uh, suicide. Yeah, double down Which, later. We, let's just let's just hope that Lil Nas X does have the 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 adequate level of self confidence to not listen to none of that because we don't really know. Well, he tweeted say. he tweeted about thirty minutes after that tirade and said, "I am truly saddened." I have never been been so mortified in my life. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October. That was his, that was what he tweeted about an hour later. Good response. Like you, I, I don't understand. Like what? It's almost somebody had posted a comment under before it got pulled. Um. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Remember that episode of um, SpongeBob where the the the, the bully, oh yeah, where the fish, the was bully was just him? punching yeah. him. Yeah, and- they're, saying, they're saying this is an example of what is what is like going on with Boozy and him. Oh my god! It was so wild, man. Is Boozy is what in his forties, right? Forty three or some shit like that. Lil Nas X is in his twenties, and I mentioned Boosie this on a- talking like he's the age of like Booker T. Washington. The way he be out here <laughs> losing his goddamn mind over shit is I. I mentioned on the I had mentioned on a on an early episode I can't remember which one, but anytime somebody reacts this way, in such a in such a extreme reaction to something so small, right? Because not like Lil Nas X said Boosie's out here sucking dick or something like that. 
all he said was, we got a song coming out. And that was enough for him to To go wild. <laughs> and normally when you see stuff like that happen, it tends to skew to the fact that it's not about them. It's something it's going on with you. that man. <laughs> all I know is this so is what I- happens when niggas get too hyped with their free artist campaigns. <laughs> it was free Boosie forever. Everybody screaming free Boosie, free Boosie. And now he's just out here being homophobic for no reason. Y'all can't yeah. tell me the last Boosie song. Y'all can tell me the last Vlad interview, though. <laughs> Basically, he on Vlad a lot. Yeah. He ain't in the studio a lot, though. Well, he might be, yeah. but he might be putting out some trash. I think the last song he did was with Lil Duval. So take that for what you want. Um, and then he has his independent movie that's out. <laughs> yeah, the movie Which, where he's playing himself when he was 16. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what they do. get mad because nobody was supporting him. Look, I'm sure there's some. You ain't gonna support my movie. No, <laughs> he he put out a tweet later. Boosie did with uh, Stephen A. Smith of all people, um, basically using that to double down on his comment, and then said shortly after that, "Think about it. Nobody's gonna miss you if you're gone." So, as of right now, he's not been removed off Twitter or anything like that. But the theory that I have is the internet's theory of like, "Hey, yo, anybody who is this bothered by somebody in particular." usually means that there's something deeper going on with you <laughs> and probably we need to figure it out so basically the internet has probably come to the same conclusion that i have this is like every day hey, yo it sounds like something happened to you fam <laughs> and you can't let it go and you've used you decided to attach yourself to this person in order to be able to scream out this hate but it's so funny to me that this is I the just dude love that how talking- it's always street niggas street niggas who supposed to live by a certain moral code and a moral purpose and you know you don't you don't you live by these unshakable rules and you pass these rules down to your to the people you love and the people around you but you worried that Lil Nas X is gonna make people around you gay <laughs> you, like it, none of that shit adds up to me my nigga like if you really that's the most absurd part nigga, of it that is the most like, absurd part of it what are you fucking worried about my nigga like seriously like, Lil Nas X like is living Lil- his life not worried about you not touching your demographic or fan base what's left of it anyway just let this nigga live his life, bro. Period. That's what's so absurd about the whole situation is that it's as if Boosie and his crew is going to be sitting around watching Industry Baby, and then some people in his crew be like, hey, fam, I feel like men are sexy now. <laughs> like, they just going to turn. Like, it's some type of magical spell. So, it's so he has like a He has, like, a decoder watch on that sings Wipe Me Down whenever fucking... Nas, Lil Nas X does something. He he immediately calls Vlad for an interview. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh man, uh, but you know, shout out to Lil Nas X for uh, being able to consistently <laughs> and openly hurt people's feelings over and over again without giving with the giving the most minimal of effort. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. He's on a run. <sighs> uh, but you know, uh. Boosie gonna do what Boosie does. Uh, I'm sure he'll continue being on the internet, um, continually get not canceled. Um, so we're now that we're on ugly rappers. Um, <laughs> uh, Cam, you had mentioned earlier that a couple of these ugly rappers are out here winning in in all the best of ways. Uh, tell us a couple. Yeah, of them. man. So it, this started a few weeks ago when Don Tolliver dropped his album Don Life. I'm a big fan of Don Tolliver. Go support that album if you can. Mm-hmm. He has a record on there with Cali Uchis. I don't know if you guys know what Kali Uchis looks like. Uh, not, yeah, I've seen her before. Google is one of the hardest names to pronounce. 
Yeah. So uh, they have a single together, and then they dropped a video for said single where those two are in a bubble bath, looking real chummy. <laughs> so I said, "Damn, you know, it looks like they, you know, they, they got something going there." Little did I know, it's already been in like they've already stated they're in a relationship together. I was like, "Oh, really?" Sounds Oliver, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> it did something to you. Well, I was just like, hey, go off, King. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, it just didn't seem like. Oh, so. <laughs> and then. And then. Uh, I just, just the other day, I believe it was a Hawks game. Sitting courtside, we had Gunna. Who honestly don't look that much different than Tyler. They all, look, let's be yeah, honest. Gunna. A lot of them look the same. I don't want to be the guy that says black men look alike, but these, a lot of these niggas look alike. They all they either they either they have like two archetypes. They're either like kind of skinny fit uh, with dreads, or they're skinny with a big like a big pot belly <laughs> with a fade. Usually those are two, and then they have like the same chains. This is the only a lot of them look just. I'm like mad that. that you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad That's that you're what not they wrong. look like. Uh, I was like, yo, was... why do these niggas look alike? Gunner was front row. With Chloe Bailey at the Hawks game, you know. Now you that know one just kind of threw me for a loop because you know what he did. Chloe, Chloe got the game in the in the vice grip right now. Yeah, she could be front row with anybody she chooses to be, mm-hmm. and she there with with Gunna. I mean, shout out to Gunna. I'm always here for the 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 otter looking gentleman's prosper. But bruh, <laughs> I need some, some tips or something. I don't know how you pulled that off. She, she I don't know. How do y'all feel about this? Y'all I mean, feel like y'all picked the wrong career path? Yeah, I'll, every day. <laughs> All you gotta do is be rich. That's what it is. You just gotta have I mean, money. Honestly, can we be honest? Can we be honest? That is really it. You just you're rich. You're rich, and that is really the only barrier to entry for a lot of a lot of these a lot of these women. This is look. You're successful, so that means something. Doesn't have to do anything to do with personality. Or uh, how they do things, right? Because Chloe Bailey said, "Don't answer the phone." That's how you get me. <laughs> I need you to be busy. Neg me, basically, is what she said. I need you to neg me to <laughs> for me to get hot. That's hot to me. <laughs> okay. If that's if that's the bar, then cool, easy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you pick a lane. Pick something that you want because you want men have to be so many things and i know um, you get some hate for this but women got to be a lot of things too yeah sure i understand but men got to be so many different <laughs> aspects of, of men as in mendum we got to be so many you got to be strong but passionate uh, but uh, uh you got to uh, be personable you got to be able to ho- uh hold it down financially uh but don't uh you got to know that the woman could also pay the bills but don't go half on the bill there's so, there's so many different criteria every Every day it seems like you got to be something new. And we were like, Yo, but the trump card is rich. Just, if I was just rich, I could cut out half of these. Yes, the ri- rich is <laughs> rich. Just cut half of these off. Rich is the big joker. Once you put that bad boy down, it, it beats a lot. You could be. <laughs> that is a big joker. You could be abusive. You could be an asshole. You could be late. You just you have money, <laughs> and that yeah. that 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 fixes a lot of those problems. Yeah, it cuts a lot of that out. <laughs> oh man, the perspectives. The perspectives are wild. But even uh, so, speaking of the the ugly rappers, um, Cam, what's what's the rapper's name again? Which one? I keep forgetting the one with the sixes. Sixes on his head. Sai baby, Sai baby. So now that I'm I'm on Twitter again, which by the way, 
I, I don't like being on Twitter because I'm, I'm being ignored and I'm throwing out some gold out here, folks. All right. So d- fix it. Algorithm. <laughs> and I don't even be seeing tweets from people I know. Like I've only seen tweets from YouTube maybe twice. <laughs> and I know y'all be tweeting, but I don't, I don't get to see none of it because Twitter just shows me stuff that I that I'm into. And that's it. They don't show me who I'm actually following. Just other people that are liking other people's stuff. So that's what Twitter is now, apparently. But uh, I came across this little deep dive where he showed up in my uh, in my not my mentions, but he showed up in my timeline. And I was looking, and he just has this whole like uh, demon motif. And on his head, on the front of his head, his forehead, he's got an upside down cross tattoo with six 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 on it. And I was just like, eh, out of all the gimmicks, <laughs> why this one? Like you said, because well, you, you said he wasn't always Uzi like this. Vert. Yeah, no. Huh? I mean, you already got Lil Uzi Vert. Put his name together, nigga. What's the spell? What's it sound like? I don't know. I never actually did the math for that one. Oh, you never did, the, <laughs> never you never did the, the, the temple tap math on Lil Uzi Vert. It's Lucifer. Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, that's what they say. I guess. Is that is that what's edgy now? Is this, you say you're your devil person? I feel like it's just the the rappers are the new rock stars. A lot of the edgy rock stars back in the day always ran with the satanic shit. That's all it yeah. is. Remember the whole thing about if you played a Snoop Dogg album backwards, it like said the devil or something. Yeah, it was like yeah. devil demonic. <laughs> That was they was really they was really trying to stretch for the, that back then though. Which like, is the same shit they used to say about Led Zeppelin albums. Like with, it's, it's nothing new. Dog. With Illuminati, that was a big thing too. D- the devil and the Illuminati, everybody was in it. Yeah, Jay Z was getting too successful. It's got to be the devil. Yeah, <laughs> can't be hard work. <laughs> no. People would play uh, uh, the Evils and be like, "Hey man, he said it. <laughs> said what? <laughs> Go back and listen. Be like." Nigga, that was just a hot Don't bar. Like, talking about? My soul in my body. <laughs> Dear God, I wonder can you save me? Uh, but that had me yeah, thinking no, game, about fun, some bro. of the gimmicks uh, like rappers and people use that are completely and utterly just false. Like, that is not them by any stretch of the imagination. And, like, getting tattooed... Because you try to think of, like, what your normal life looks like. Would you just have an upside-down cross of 666 on your head? Like, for the rest of your life, like imagine when he turns like sixty, that's gonna look odd, <laughs> to say the least. Okay, let's be but, honest. Do you imagine him turning sixty? Okay, well that's fair too. Damn, <laughs> that's, that's too. not nice. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We, we are the wrong. We are the, the wrong podcast. I feel like that's kind of in line with who we are. <laughs> oh god, I shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> but it has, it has me. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> look, all I know is the average black man lives to 63. Or, no, the average oh, black man is still look 55, right? Look at him trying to right? change the stats. <laughs> well, no, look, check it out. Check it out. Alter the it average up. black man is like around 55. Oh, you trying to bring it up. He's trying to blame it on heart No, just hear me now. out. Hear me out. The, the average black man is 55, 60. And that's not making dumbass decisions. That's just the average black man. So if you telling me you think this nigga living to 60, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So it had me thinking, like, what is some of the worst or best gimmicks in, like, hip-hop? And I honestly, like, the devil thing is definitely up there for me. Uh, I went to go try to see a list. Um, one was yelling all over mixtapes. I personally like that. DJ Drama is That's a, not is a gimmick. A, that is a gimmick. <laughs> when you, when you, look, when you do the same thing over and over again, 
Drama doesn't yell on mixtapes anymore. Huh? He doesn't even yell on mixtapes anymore. Who? Did your drama? Yes. He just I mean, talks. He on, I mean, it wasn't a mixtape, but he yelled on uh, Tyler's shit. Very minimally. And that, he only does it if you, like, request it. Otherwise, he just went through a long stretch of just talking on mixtapes. So some of Go the, listen some to fucking True Religion. He be just... <laughs> <laughs> this shit sound like oh, True Religion. 2992. True Religion <laughs> is a terrible all brand. Time. You said what? Just... True, true religion and lucky brand are some of the worst brands I've ever seen. I was just popular. talking about two chains mixtape. Can we not? <laughs> true That's all I was talking about, fam. I don't need to know if you wore horseshoes on your fucking jean pockets, okay? Man, I remember when I first heard about it in the songs, I wanted to go look it up, especially when I found out about lucky brand. I wanted to go look at lucky brand. I was like, ain't nothing special about none of this shit. It, it looked like Kmart jeans. Why are they talking about this on the song? <laughs> Who cares about lucky brand jeans? And I had a homie fucking who true religion at the just, true religion store. Like, true religion is just a terrible there. brand. He had a pair of all white trues. He waited six months to wear them. He was just waiting for the perfect time to wear some all white trues. <laughs> true the true religion. The only the only jean uh hype that I got on was Ivisu. And that's because of Jay-Z. I was like, oh yeah, the Japanese jeans. And so I breeze like through jeans is Ivisu. <laughs> That one I did get on. Jeans. Uh, one of the other things I got here is baby covers. That was a, that was a, I, I like that gimmick though. I like baby covers. Is it baby cover covers? Album. Yeah, I'm like on the cover. Oh, of the album. You gotcha, baby, gotcha. Baby yeah, photo. Yeah. Uh, Lil Wayne definitely uh, leading headman for that. Okay, um, time out. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not him. I, I, well, I, I guess Wayne changed Notorious B.I.G. and Nas. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, they were, yeah. you right You're right. You're right. Yeah. And Nas did it a I, long I time gave way, I gave way too many. I gave way too many flowers. Gave, to I look, I love Wayne to death. You know that. But I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> You're right. No, Biggie, Biggie's first. But that wasn't Biggie's. That wasn't Biggie, though, right? Like That, that wasn't, wasn't Biggie's kid song? either. Yeah, but, all, but, it, but you got the Nas cover, which I don't believe was Nas either. But it was still fire. Yeah. Uh, singing Rappers is on the list. Now this one it, it goes either way because it wasn't until I don't think I got I don't I, I didn't like it when AutoTune was introduced which shout out to T Pain he do the feature uh, but I didn't like it originally because it was so I guess it was so different than what I had heard up until that point and I think I had a, like a hard separation between like singing and rapping at that time that I couldn't really factor but in. But you like, know a lot of old rappers together. used to sing too. I mean, harmonizing like the way they do now is different mm. than what they were doing before. I mean, Bone Thugs was singing. Yeah. And Ja Rule was singing. And Ooh. and Andre was really singing. He literally put out an album where he sang. Just singing. Yeah, but that's that's different. That's not singing. And Kanye right. was singing. No, wait, wait, wait. Tom, did you say that's different? That's not singing? Andre was singing. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I said that's not rap. Like singing, rapping. Like sing song rap. Kanye did that. No, Bone I Thugs did that. Bone yeah, Thugs did that. that Kanye did that. That's what. Yeah. That, what would I be without my baby? <laughs> I'm supposed to make it past twenty five. Jokes on you. I'm still alive. I'm a hustler, baby. That, that's all. <laughs> They've been doing it. It's just now it's on yeah. the forefront. Yeah, yeah. But it like, makes I sense. I don't like. There's some of it I really can't stand. Like we talked about it a little bit, like Playboy Cardi's version of this. Can't stand it. No, Playboy Cardi doesn't sing rap. He doesn't rap. He just sucks. <laughs> it's so awful. Playboy Cardi is garbage. <laughs> what are you saying, son? What? 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 Get the fuck off my, Play- uh, my nigga. 
Play, Playboy gave us one of my favorite verses ever on Earthquake, and that's it. That's all I can really ever. I'll Tell always be. Words, he said. I'll always be thankful for that. Tell me two words. <laughs> Earthquake is a fantastic song. Yeah, it is, but I can't. I can't. When he put out his album, I was like, okay, all right, cool. And then I was I'm listening to it. Two words, and it was like ten. Said on Earthquake. <laughs> I'm not gonna be held to such a thing because yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying a whole bar. I said two words. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, no, the sing sing song you rap is uh, it depends on who's doing it. Like I I don't like, and you guys will probably disagree. I don't like Young Thug's sing songy rap either. Um, not a fan. I don't really consider Young Thug a sing song rapper. No, isn't that kind of what Thug's he's doing on his new, his, like most recent project? Where he's got like a live band. I didn't line. listen to the new project. I'll be okay. honest, but I, I just consider Young Thug a rapper. I think it's just you either like him or you don't. I'm not a huge Young Thug fan. He has records I I'm fuck with either. a lot, but. Uh, here's one of the ones I hate the most. Uh, using the Migos flow, which is a relatively new uh, gimmick. What's the and Migos flow? That's new? What's the Migos flow? That's not new, bro. That's been, that's been happening since Migos came out. And that wasn't but even just, a flow. They, but they, they made it large. Like They're, they're the yeah, ones the Migos, that get, The Migos they popularized crazy. it. And I will say, yeah. as somebody who has to do, who has to write for other things and other platforms, they said, we want you to insult these white people. We want you to use Amigos flow, but sound like Drake. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I want you to just really think about what you just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be in those rooms with you. Oh, it's, it's mind numbing, bro. Because here's, here's what would happen if I was there. I'd be like, interesting. Can you give me an example? <laughs> Just to have them <laughs> try to repeat it to you. I mean, but that's kind of the thing about rap. I mean, really music in general is that there there are only so many cadences. Like, everybody's just repeating some type of cadence that they've heard before. Mm-hmm. And either it gets used a lot or it doesn't get used as much. But that's really, that's just kind of how the game goes. The question is, can you... Can you can you say some dope stuff while using the? Can case? you add just enough of a twist to it? Yeah, to yeah. make it because nothing the Migos were doing floor wise was something that's never been done. Yeah, you yeah. want to know who has the most unique flow? Hmm. Project Pat, and there's a reason nobody uses it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love Project Pat, but you don't want every rapper sounding like Project Pata. You don't want every rapper. But it's like funny. That. It's funny when you listen to guys and you listen to who they were inspired by because like if you listen to early jay-z you could just hear big l and uh oh yeah big, you could, I mean, like was it was a, just oh, yeah, oozing was out like he you, was a double time rapper yeah was, and then like yeah, you listen to rapper. you listen to kendrick and you hear eminem like it's right there you hear like, eminem and yeah. you hear bone thugs like you could tell who you, hear eminem you know and yeah. Bone thugs. yeah but then he, he, he added the, he had, everybody oh my god <laughs> Yo, no, listen, no, no, LA for sure. You listen to it, doesn't matter which album you listen to, you listen to it and track one, you're gonna, you're gonna know, okay, this is the Kendrick album where he decided he wanted to rap like Kendrick, and then you listen to a different album, and then this is where he tried to sound like Drake. It's what's and crazy then- <laughs> is you'll listen to certain songs, and if you know, if you know, like just progressions and melodies, you automatically know what song he stole, yep, to make this beat. It's bad, like it's bad, and it's, it's really funny, like. It it cracks me up. It really does. Are we are we since we mentioned Drake? Are we under under the same opinion that Drake at least originally stole a lot of what Big Sean's flow was like? Yeah, okay. I think that's All pretty right. factual. Sure I think Big Sean, it. the super duper flow, Big Sean's yep. whole cadence. Right? Like they have a song together called Made, and I was like, Yo, y'all niggas, I can't tell these verses apart. They're all finally famous three. I was like, Why y'all do this, man? 
uh, one of the one of the other things on the list, which I don't really consider a gimmick, is more of a, oh, and also Meek Mill stole his flow from Ace Hood. Continue. Oh yeah, that's hundred percent fact. Um, oversized. And he stole tees. his new flow from from Lil Durk. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's happening a lot now. Uh, oversized tees is listed on here. I don't see that. Wait, that's more oversized t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's not a gimmick. That's that was a, that was the wave. That was what it was. Man, you wore a regular size T-shirt. You was stupid. Yeah. Nigga, back then, back then, what you got a what you got a large on for? You needed like a three X. Yeah. What are you doing, bro? You put a tall T on and get the <laughs> fuck out my face. If your shirt is oh, is like anywhere too far above your kneecap, <laughs> bro. I remember working at uh, I worked at Oh Columbia man, and used to have we used to have the three three for twenty T's, boy. <laughs> Dope boys come in consistently, <laughs> get that table. Like yeah, let me go ahead and get three black, three whites. <laughs> Oh man, triple triple X was never in stock. <laughs> yeah, no, I still oh, have man. I have the the Lamar Odom jersey that I used to proudly wear around like a lot, and I would wear it with a long sleeve underneath it. Mm-hmm. I pulled this jersey out recently and put it on, and I promise you, it looked like I was going to bed in the 1920s. This shit is so ridiculous, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's, and it's I still really got pictures of me rocking it like it was just every day. It's just cool. When you gotta pull up the whole bottom of the jersey to reach in your pockets, come on, man. <laughs> um, there's some other stuff in here that aren't really worth mentioning. I can also tell that somebody uh, wanted to be woke right now because one of the things they put is misogyny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like that wasn't baked into the the whole thing in the first place. I was gonna say that's just baked into rap, and it's just baked into the the background of rock. But it's in the mm-hmm. lyrics of rap, right? Hey, man, if if we can't say bitch and rap, <laughs> then what is it really? <laughs> it's gotta be there. But that's them. but that just goes to show how just whoever has the how the the louder voice gets to tell you what they want to say is offensive or not because. Mm-hmm. And and this isn't condoning it at all, but you say the f word since we're not using it here. Right. And you're out of here, but you can you can call bitches and bitches hoes all day and ain't nobody gonna get you out of here. Like not at all. Well <laughs> these bitches over here and that bitch over there. I be calling men bitches every day. But yeah. there's times when you're clear that they are speaking about women. Yeah. These well, bitches yeah. over here. You're right. And they be like, Yeah <laughs> Like I'm like what Well is there is there any other actual definition for the F word? Besides what people use it for. No, 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 no. no. All it's, what it's, I'm saying. Oh no, I'm, I'm just asking in general, just like a general question. No, but no, no but the but but originally with bitches wasn't nobody talking about no guy. They was talking about women. That's just what no, it was. No, and then no, it got I was, flipped. I, was, I just meant like in, yeah. I was just asking in general, not no. in, not in relevance to the the multiple uses of bitch. I just meant in general. I just don't even think it got used enough for people to like take it and popularize it in that way. Like you'll hear bitches like. 10, 10, 15 times in one song. Yeah. Maybe oh, more. Don't, don't listen to the explosive first verse. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say it was like, boy, explosive. Fuck a bitch. Don't, don't tease, bitch. bitch. Strip tease, bitch. bitch. Eat a bowl of these, bitch. bitch. Gobble a dick. Post got to eat a dick and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gobble and swallow it. Nut up, shut up and get my cash. Backhanded. Pimp slap back with the left strand. Just pop the collar. Pimp convention hoes for a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's very gospel. It's a good thing we don't have sponsors on this. Uh, <laughs> bitches bitch on the low. <laughs> bitch niggas pay for hoes just to lay with hoes. Relax one night, pay to stay with hoes. Yeah, that's a very gospel like Bitch nigga, you more of a bitch than a bitch. bitch, than a bitch. <laughs> Yo, 
For you, you to be able to go in the booth and say, the bitch, switch. nigga, you more you of a bitch than a bitch. is off of the grip. You punk bitch. All the hood rats still shit. And then the sultry sounds of Nate Dogg. All the roof smokers know. Explosive. Nate that's nothing but dope indeed. Real trees. Chronic leaves. No seeds. Oh my God. Oh my God. That is such a great. If anybody was ever like, yo, make a make make me a CD that just that just that says LA. Like if I want to feel LA, so LA says bitch. That's what LA no, says. To you. No, no, no. If it's like I just want to, I want to feel what LA is. Like I just want to get that vibe. Explosive has to be on there somewhere, because that's the song you play on like a drop top. You just... clearly got these freaky hoes clapping their hands and stomping their feet. <laughs> Every now and then they they put their mouth on me. Yeah. When, you, when you hear it, when you hear it, it just mm, like it's LA. That's an LA beat. It does something to you. You lose it's all sense of reality. You'd be like, oh, it's yeah, let me put some boats on. <laughs> we drop these pants a couple of meters. You cannot play that song on the radio because no. you're not hearing no, anything. Not that they did. It's just quiet. They would keep they would keep 6-2's verse on at the end, and they would just edit it. I got these freaky walls. I was like, man. Why is it on here? Oh, man. It's bad, but it's great. Yeah, no. Just want she ate her best friend. I left them hoes at the mo. They be beeping me and shit. We don't kick it no more. Them hot hoes is fiending. They on the nut. But bitch, I'm not your pussy when I'm the nut. For real. Explosive. Explosive. Dre said, I want to I want to echo this one. Can we echo it? Oh, man. But I don't know. I guess it's just, it's. I guess it's just kind of like what we what we did with the N-word and kind of like, I don't know, because you'll hear. Honestly, I feel like it's all, it's what's tolerable. Right, so like I think with most women collectively, especially who appreciate hip hop, and two short said, two short said, bitch, bitch, shake that monkey, and women was like, hey, and I'm just like, it was tolerable. That's not what he said. He said, biatch, biatch. That's what he said. I I mean, that's honestly what it is, right? Like I think people in the LGBTQ plus community. Decided that certain things weren't tolerable anymore, so they decided that you can't do it like yeah. that with a dick in her. Have a motor booty contest, pick a winner, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> but I guess, I guess, I guess. Hey, one of the funniest stories I have with that song. This swear to God, this could only happen in Highland. <laughs> so we would, there was a Denny's we would go to in my city. No, that's where after you're all of our like one. events and shit, and it was a very hood Denny's. So we're leaving. It's like two thirty in the morning, and. There's these. There's a bunch of people outside, like by a couple of trucks, and they're all dancing. They got two short plans. Shake that monkey was on. We about to get in a car. This woman is on the light post, like one leg on the light post, pregnant, just shaking oh, her ass. Right? Oh my god! And my homie was like, "Hey, get it, girl!" Right? This woman had sprinter speed. The way she got to my nigga in front of that car and started shaking her ass. On oh my god! Is this a? This, you said this even, a Denny's off Highland? The door. Yes. Ooh. The one by Paris Hill Park. Ooh. <laughs> I've been to that one a couple <laughs> times. I've been to that one a Dog, couple. <laughs> before he he had his hand on the door handle before he could fully open it, she had sprinted to him and was shaking her ass on him, and she was pregnant. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
I was in awe of her, her first speed. That kid has to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a time to be alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, we were, uh, we were going to talk about Eddie, uh, since we was on the topic, good old Eddie Winslow <laughs> as, as only, as, uh, as only we remember him. <laughs> That's not even his name. <laughs> I know. I know. As only we remember him. Cause if we said his name, his real name, everybody like who? <laughs> Cause nobody fucking really cares. Darius McRae. His name is Darius McRae. Darius McRae showed up on Instagram dancing with a popular uh, trans rapper. Do we have her name? Sydney Starr. Thank you, Sydney Starr. Uh, she was dancing on him, and in the I guess in the very first clip of the video, it looks their heads are positioned as if they're kissing, uh, which Darius is, has admitted that he, he, that was not the case. Um, and please get off my dick. Essentially, is what he said. Um, I don't know why this is news. Like people ran with this and was like, "Oh, Eddie Winslow was out here." Why? Why do y'all care? Y'all really don't care. <laughs> y'all don't care about this. Why y'all keep spreading this around? It's all they kept. I think. I think honestly, honestly, I believe it's only as big as it is is because the Dave Chappelle, the closure stuff, and that that whole uh, rhetoric is still very hot. Mm-hmm. So they ran with this story because any other day this would be a nothing story. That's really all I got for it. I'm Antonio today. I don't. I don't, I don't have much to say. I don't got, I don't got nothing for Darius. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. <sighs> Cam, you got any thoughts? I feel like it's just just because he's had like such a shitty track record with since women? Family Matters ended. Yeah, he was with Superhead just being too, right? a shitty person. Um, I hope she didn't stoop that low. Uh. Yeah, he's the same shit, nigga, bro. So I mean, he seems like the type that would be with a transgender woman and then deny it. I mean, you just got to man up and admit what you're doing, fam. Yeah, I mean, if that's what he want to be, what power to you? I don't, I don't really have any other other things to say for you. Um, Real quick, speaking of speaking of family matters, yeah, Cam, I don't know if that was you or but somebody retweeted a thread on Instagram on Twitter that was really funny, of like times on Family Matter where like something something like sad or something happened and then they did their little to commercial break music <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then some people were like inserting different different music that just didn't matter so like i think there was one where like something happened where where eddie like sold one of laura's toy dolls or something and then it played like a seinfeld <laughs> outro outro <laughs> <laughs> oh my that goodness because it made me think of like how that used to happen on sitcoms like there was like we're going to commercial so let's put this cheesy music in or something that'll people are right so to bad. a commercial for Velveeta <laughs> oh man yo no I saw the, one of the best ones I saw wasn't even from Family Matters it was from 7th Heaven oh my which God. I know 7th Heaven has aged horribly because we all know about the dad from 7th Heaven right mm-hmm. yep so, but I don't know if you guys ever remember watching it. It was wildly corny, but and my sister watched it religiously, so I had to watch it. But the episode where they, where the wife is like, "I experimented in college." What are you saying? I smoked weed before, and it's like a twenty second, just like pausing, <laughs> staring at each other with sad music. <laughs> oh man! And I always forget that that's the same. That's the, also the mom from Chucky, from the first. Chucky oh movie. yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Huh? I forgot about that. Chucky's a series on sci-fi right now. I'm going to check it out. Uh, sci-fi. Yeah, Pass. that's where they said that Chucky was all for inclusion because he didn't care if the kid was gay or not. 
I'm like, you're just trying to inhabit a body. That nigga don't give a fuck what's going on, man. <laughs> Dumbe Dengala! Isn't that what he says? <laughs> oh, I forget. Give me the power, I beg of you. <laughs> Yo, my favorite, the, the favorite, I think my favorite Chucky scene is when uh, it's in this Chucky 2 when he goes off to like army college. <laughs> he goes up to the one. army. That's the and, oh, is it the third one? My bad. Third yeah, one. Where, like yeah, you're right. Adult. The third one. He's going to he's going to the military. And Chucky's saying, in the, the hallway one, looking for the black kid. kid. He's yeah. in the hallway looking for the black kid. He's like, he's like, Ali Ali Oxen free. He's like, get out of here, you little shit. That's when I knew Chucky wasn't scary anymore. <laughs> I knew Chucky the very first time I watched Chucky, I was like, wow, this isn't scary at all. <laughs> Oh yeah, not as me. soon as he beat the teacher to death with a ruler, I was like, "Oh yeah, this shit ain't scary." <laughs> yeah, when he when he jumped from the back seat with the little plastic and choke choke man out, I was like, "Oh no, no, I'm I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm definitely afraid." <laughs> well, nigga, you should always just check your, your back seat off, GP. That shit. No, no, you don't you don't do that in horror movies. Don't check the back seat. It's always open I, for I, business. That ain't me. Uh, speaking of things that don't relate, uh, <laughs> I had this. Uh, I was. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I, I had this uh, funny idea about what would happen if, uh, you know, the pod popped off, we got famous, and then they decided to make like a VH1 behind the music mockumentary of us. <laughs> and who who would play us? Who I don't know who he would play, play, but I feel like Mackay Pfeiffer has to be in it. I, I don't know agree why. that he does. I don't know why. Who is Mackay Pfeiffer? I have no I idea. I Pfeiffer to be our manager. I have no idea, but I feel like he has to be in it. It's calling to my spirit. He's the one that gets us on, but also steals our money <laughs> and tells us that it's his business. He He's the one that's going to come in and look, and look, we look at the accountant and he'd be like, hey, man, it's his business. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Why that's you don't have future robbing us, All right, so here, here's who are, here's, I don't know who who would play me. I'll leave that up to y'all. But it, I picked who you guys would be all from one movie. Oh, my God. I guess where. So, Cam, you'll be played by Jason Weaver. <laughs> And Antonio, you're going to be played by Jackie Long. Now, if you don't know who those actors are, <laughs> they Wait, both were who? in the critically acclaimed that? APL movie. <laughs> Wait, who was playing uh, LA? I don't know. I don't know who would play me. You can figure it out for your own. But I, those no, are I'm the sorry, two characters. My bad. Who's playing Antonio? Oh, uh, Jackie es- Long. Es- remember Esquire? Esquire. <laughs> from, from ATL? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect role for him. Also, he's going to be young, young Mike, a.k.a. Young Simba. Yeah, that's no Jason Weaver. I feel like he pull off Cam's uh, sarcastic cynicism really well. I feel like he could really get get down on it. Yeah, all he gotta do is grow his hair out a little bit. He'd be fine. I feel like he can really nail that role. I don't think. I think the problem is is he's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a dream casting. You know what I mean? So it's he, prime. He'd be Jason too old Weaver. by that time. Yeah. So smart guy. So smart guy Jason Weaver. Yeah. Yeah, smart guy Jason Weaver for sure. Doo-doo. <laughs> Smart guy. Uh, Y'all remember who do you, when, who, when, uh, who when you guys Omar did the song? Me? What'd you say? Who would you guys pick to play me? I don't know. I don't know a lot of high yellow actors. <laughs> <laughs> There's LA a few of them out there. LA was waiting for us to be like, oh, Michael Ely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I can't. I, I'm not deserving of the Michael. Oh, Ely. you know who. It, I got it. Woo. Spitting image. Okay. Uh-oh. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Wait, he came to my mind. He did come to my mind. He got to he gotta come out of jail for that. Juicy. Yo, Ju- put a juicy. hat on him. 
Yo, put a hat on Juicy Smollett. <laughs> he got the freckles and the beard. Yeah, Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> I feel like yo, I would have to give Jesse a lot of notes. We gonna revive his career, bro. Oh, my god. I would have to give Jesse a lot of notes. I'd be like, yo, I don't, I don't talk like that. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be on yeah, set gotta... thinking about, please, sir. Please, I'm the director here. Step back. <laughs> hey, look, your freckles is all wrong. Dude. Oh, like, man. We help you out. Oh, you my God. Off like the nigga who wrote Jaws? Oh, that nigga off the set. That is hilarious. Did you guys know that Jaws had a whole fucking mafia subplot? Yes. In the book. In the book, it does. That's why he doesn't. That's why he won't close it because the mafia doesn't want him to. So they what they did capture. What they did capture was that money was the big thing. Like they didn't want to lose. I mean, that's like a given though. But you got to. But it was a mafia basically behind it. And in the movie, I think somebody sleeps with Brody's wife in in the book. I was gonna say no. It's it's what's his name? It's the the nigga that uh, Dreyfus plays. That's who it is. Yeah. In the cage. Yes. The 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 geeky the geeky uh, ocean guy. He sleeps with his wife. Yeah, he's sleeping yeah. with Brody's wife, and he dies in the book. He actually dies. He doesn't live in that cage thing. That that cage attack, he dies. Yeah, only person who really survives is Brody. Um, Universal was like, our, ah, we can't do that. <laughs> well, no, actually, Steven Spielberg decided to to keep him alive last minute. They were going to kill him, and they didn't decide not to. Wow. Uh, in in our mockumentary, uh, there would have to be the inciting incident that eventually makes us split before we come back for like a reunion tour. Mm. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think an what's exciting that incident. Yeah, we, we come to you know, it's always that part. It's always that part where like some yeah, it's a movie. We come to disagreement. There's a movie that we watch and we we have the biggest disagreement we've ever had. And, and then people LA, yeah, fight, and then people yeah. tired of our shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a family. Because I got that. That's how it happens. Because I got a family yeah. and kids, so I don't got time for this. So I leave. I'm like man, y'all gotta. So what happened? Wait, wait. I got it. It's a scene in the movie. And then, and then one of you come to, let's just say LA, you come to me and you're like, man, bro, your cam is tripping. And I look at you and I'm like, man, you tripping too. I'm like, y'all got to get that together. <laughs> no, I, ain't picking, like, I ain't picking yeah. sides. Y'all no, got to so figure this gonna out. The, it's going to be the man cam is tripping. Nah, y'all are tripping. <laughs> you try to come here and ask me to pick sides? I'm not going to do it. You want to think about the tea? What tea? <laughs> I want I want it to be where like uh, Cam gets signed, so like son, it's me and Antonio doing a lot of shows, <laughs> and Cam is like overseas or something. We call, you try to call, he's like, I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> I'm going on stage. Nah, because no, because it works. Because then like a show with Gloria Stefan right no, now. No, it it works because then like ten years later, ten years later, I call y'all. I I invite each of you, not knowing, unbeknownst to each other, to like <laughs> a to like a head. diner. <laughs> To like a diner, and then I'm like, not the, not the secret. Meetup. And one of you sits down and was like, "Nah, man, I ain't doing this." And I'm like, "Nah, man, you gotta do this. This is for the team." <laughs> not the, not the. What's he doing here? <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. What are you doing here? What's he doing here? What's he doing here? What's he doing here? And you all out of here. Yeah, man, man I'm out of here. Can you do this? If, Let's see what they got to say. <laughs> You know the writers. The writers are gonna write in. Me and Cam got a drink because there's gonna be a fight scene for sure. <laughs> They're gonna put in a fight scene. It's gonna at be real point, awkward. At what point do we hear if heaven was a mile away? <laughs> no, that's what it's gotta be. Okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. La has La wants us to record, and then Cam, the, the Cam, and then you, 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 you stand us up because you got a show. But then you, so you put in your rap career before the team, and then that's the start of the rift. That's the start. Heaven of it. was a mile away. 
I have to go. And I, I get have to jumped get in a lobby. I get, I get jumped in a lobby. Drug charges, right? Yeah. <laughs> I get jumped in a lobby. They're like, we heard, we heard what you said on pod episode twelve. Pack up my bags and leave this world. And I'm like, where was y'all at, man? LA, yeah, embezzling money, embezzling the pod money, man. That's what it is. L.A. gets in trouble. He gets stood up because Cam has a show. So Cam's too good for the team. <laughs> and that's the start. Of, that's the start of it. And, and L.A. decides the only way to survive is drug trade. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, I can't do it, man. I got a family, and then I just disappear into the sunset, and I gotta go somewhere else. And then the story follows L.A. It has to follow L.A. And somebody you, comes up to L.A. He's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "What you, what you heard? I, you heard I got that work? No, I heard your pod." And he stabs L.A. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what brings y'all back. That's yeah. And yeah, we come back to the, yo, yo, I come to the, the yo. Did you hear what happened? Oh man. In the heat of the streets, but you got L.A. Got to be like passed out. We got to go to like you gonna make it. They don't know. <laughs> I, need, I need to see. Sorry. I, need to I, see I where, hope you can hear me, man. I'm sorry, man. I need to see <laughs> when Cam comes off stage and one of the one of the roadies come up and tell him. <laughs> Like you don't you don't the hear what he's like just whispers in his ear the, and Cam's facial expression. The, the, oh the manager's like, Where are you going? We got San Antonio tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just saw a clip. I just saw a clip Wait, of the Michael Jackson. Guys, like, I guess I gotta do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the uh? What's the Michael Jackson movie with the? No, I know what you're talking about. With the, the one with Flex Watt for Flex Anderson. And they, the oh, yeah, and they show the segue. <laughs> And that's it. So Cam just Cam just kills it. He kills it on his and he's like, yo, man, we're gonna remember this night forever. And then all of a sudden, somebody's gonna come tap him and hand him a piece of a notepaper or something. <laughs> and then he starts crying, go, breaking stuff. They're gonna, they gonna play the sitcom music. But you boom boom boom. Oh my god. I'm gonna be at the uh I'm gonna be in the hospital bed when y'all come in and I do one of them one of them terrible jokes. You look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, when you wake up, we we're in the room. When you were in the room, he's unconscious and he wakes up. <laughs> LA wakes up. You should see the other guy. <laughs> oh my stomach hurts. Oh, we gotta write this. Somebody will give us money to do this. Somebody will give us money to do this. We have to. Oh my god. Yeah, I need I need a movie directed by Jim. If Rory and Maul are getting ten million for sketches, oh, we, <laughs> we definitely deserve something. Stitcher, oh boy, <laughs> hear me. Oh, Bang my God. line, Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> the DMs are open. I got, oh, that. I got that work. All right, that is hilarious. I want the last scene to be something like uh, <laughs> we in our sixties. <laughs> do it. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> Oh, man. Come on stage yeah, live. Gotta the <laughs> Do the fires. You gotta be like the picnic and the five heartbeat. <laughs> Somebody just randomly opened their trunk. I got a mic right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how it is. We in the we we in the hospital in the hospital room, and then Cam is like, "Man, I'm sorry, man. We uh, I used to love how we used to do it back in the day." And then I'm like, I walk to the side to get my backpack. And I'm like, yo, I got the laptop right here. <laughs> Let's record one for old time's sake. <laughs> oh shit! No wait, you gotta you gotta make it dramatic. Right now. I mean, when you grab the laptop, when you grab the laptop, you gotta rub it across the top. <laughs> wait, you gotta do the. You gotta do the. Gotta I don't know if clean feed's top. still around. <laughs> I don't even remember my password. Let me see. <laughs> yo, I don't 
remember my password. I do. Remember how to clean feet, old man? You think you still know how to separate them vocals, old man? One of, the, oh. one of the nurses come in. You can have electric equipment here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, oh LA gets the intro right. Looks at the camera. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh, it's got to happen. It's got to happen now. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know who's listening, but y'all, we gave you the blueprint. <laughs> you just got to give us we, for, we already foretold what was going to happen. You guys just got to mark. <laughs> just write it. You gave it. Just write up, write up some stuff for us. Oh shit! All right. Well, I feel like it's a good time. I think we know what time it is. It's entertainment time. It's entertainment time. It's entertainment time. It's entertainment time. So, uh, let's get into. Uh, let's do this Uncharted trailer first, and then we'll go and give our perspectives of Doom. So. Uh, for those who don't know, Uncharted is a video game series uh, done by PlayStation, PlayStation Pass. Um, it, it spans over four games total. It's one of my favorite games uh, that I've ever played. Uh, it follows, uh, basically, for those who are the layman who haven't played it, this is the easiest way to explain it. Imagine, like, Indiana Jones, but younger. Uh, and there's a, that's it, really. It's the Indiana Jones version of the game you can play. Um so there was a recently there's a trailer that came out for it. It stars uh, the racist boss tonight. <laughs> uh, well, I can't say his name now. <laughs> uh, help me out. Uh, what the fuck is this nigga name? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Shit. Uh, and also our Spider-Man Tom Holland uh, playing the titular character Nathan Drake. Uh, so this movie has been in production hell for a very long time. I think it had like five different directors at one time. They couldn't get it off the ground for the longest. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is playing the character called uh, Victor Sullivan, uh, affectionately known as Sully in the video games. And Tom Holland, like I said, is playing Nathan Drake. It looks like a generic action movie, and I hate to say that, um, but that's what it does. It looks like a generic action movie. They don't really, outside of them uh, wearing similar clothes to that matches what they wear in the video games, nothing about them or how they act is kind of close to what you feel when you're playing the game now that's just the trailer who knows what would happen when you actually get to the movie but uh like sully's like main thing is that he has this like mustache and uh, of course mark warburg does not and i think a lot of that comes from when it originally got set up uh, nathan fillion was uh the original person that they kind of wanted to play nathan drake that got kiboshed pretty quickly because they said he was too old and then they picked mark Wahlberg. Uh, and then in the middle of the all of it, they changed it. <laughs> yeah, then they, in the middle of it, they changed it again to Tom Holland, I guess, because they figured he was more marketable, obviously. It's a Sony production. Sony still owns uh, Spider-Man, so they felt like that was a good way to slot him in. It would bring more uh, audiences than, I guess, Mark Wahlberg probably would have brought to the franchise. Uh, plus, they want to make it a franchise, I would imagine. So if you have Tom Holland, you have a potential for him, you know, making more movies later down the road, whereas Mark Wahlberg, you probably couldn't. So, have you two? Have you two ever played any of the Charter series? I don't know if you guys are game, like gamers. Nope, really. not at all. Yeah, I don't know I played, anything about I, it. I, I played Men's Tomb Raider a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one did you play? They're fun the games. One? They're fun games. The first one. First one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so yeah, one. the the stories that the games use 
are very cinematic, but they're not like they have a ton of plot holes and stuff like that. And there's like mystical elements that are in a lot of the the video games themselves, which are pretty cool as like a different you know element to the to the gameplay. Um, what's odd about the trailer overall is that there's so there's four games total, and it looks like they've added elements from all four games in this movie. <laughs> so it's just kind of weird. Like so, let's say the movie does well, what story are you gonna do? after because you kind of used up all of the story plots from each game so i don't know uh i don't foresee it doing super well but we'll see uh you guys interested when you saw the trailer did it make you interested and want to watch it not really uh, Antonio? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry that doesn't i'll probably uh, still watch it though i can't say that i was interested though it didn't make me go oh shit an uncharted movie i was like okay I'm going to watch it because of the actors and the property. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I think this is the first game that's like a Sony, like Sony production that's a part of the video game uh, umbrella that's like producing it. And I desperately want there to be like good video game movies because there's so many good. I think, I think honestly, that's the next, I think for Hollywood, I think that's the next uh, thing that they're trying to tap into. And they've tried to tap into a dozen times and, the results are usually not very good. I think Sonic uh, is probably one of the best that they've done to date. Um, Mortal Kombat, I wasn't a big fan of. I think it do mid. Yeah, I, I wish this podcast good. was around when Mortal Kombat came out. My God, <laughs> that would have been that a legendary day because that movie pissed me off. I was really angry at that. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it, it always feels like. Um, it feels like the same thing that it was for comic book movies is not until somebody actually take these franchises with some type of seriousness and, and uh, some reverence for the product that they're making and knowing that they are fans. Cause what happens is they take the product, they generalize it to hell to make it more appealing to mass audiences, which does an alienation of the people who care about the franchise and want to come watch it in the first place. So comic book movies were very similar to that uh, MCU kind of rectified most of those things um they follow a very you know tight formula and for the most part it works they've been able to amass you know a a dynasty at this point in terms of content and i'm not tired of it yet but uh they haven't quite cracked that code with video games and a lot of people assumed uncharted was going to be how they're going to do that as far as the big screen now uh hbo max is making a last of a series which is uh loosely based or at least following a lot of the plot points of the first video game and that one looks good um at least from the screenshots we're still waiting on the trailer so uh, hollywood definitely has a bug uh for the video game uh franchises to be something to the movies uh, we'll see if they nail it um so to the next big property uh dune came out over the weekend on friday on hbo max uh all three of us has seen it so if you have not watched dune uh spoilers ahead um we're going to spoil the movie Um, are we we spoiling dune yeah of course we all saw it so yeah fuck yeah um i'm not gonna be able to get get... it look look it came out on hbo max it's on streaming service if it was just if it was just theaters i'd be like okay damn it's been three days dog yeah, it's been, it's been three days. <laughs> been, like, Look, if it's on streaming services and it's the Look, weekend, you got you had time. Are you are you timestamping it? Yes, I'll timestamp it this time. 
then we spoil it. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you got to timestamp it. That's all. I will timestamp it this time. I promise. Um, so uh, you two liked it way more than I did. So can we do this name. without a whole full synopsis of this two and a half hour movie? Oh, <laughs> this yeah. gonna Wait take forever. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You know we're, we're, not gonna, to we're not going to do a synopsis breakdown. Okay. okay. You know what else we long. have to do, guys? We have to talk about the Green Knight. Oh God! Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you get your thoughts. Ah <laughs> yes, yes. We'll let you get your thoughts off of it. Yes. Fucking trash ass movie. Yes. Um, so. I totally uh, forgot that this has been that long since we last podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Dune is like this. Uh, I'll I'll read what the synopsis holds. I was gonna say, do you uh, want so, me to just give the general synopsis of Dune? Of Dune. I mean, yeah, I, I have yeah, it. I can do. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll, me or you? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. We, it's, a, it's a world, it's a galaxy where there are multiple different like federations and, you know, houses and families and whatnot. There's one overall emperor that kind of dictates how things go about. There's a very influential family, namely, uh, I think it's Atreides mm-hmm. family that is put in control of a territory that has the most powerful and most important resource in all of the galaxy their family is put in charge of that place and that includes the son paul atreides who has a destiny that he might not quite be ready for and while this may seem on paper like they're being bestowed this great honor it could be an actual great betrayal yeah so uh (laughs) i feel like this is gonna be a common theme on this show but i didn't like it Um, I I thought I'm gonna get my negative views at the way so y'all can go in and gush over it. But uh, I thought visually looks fantastic. Uh, and I watched it at home, looked great. I'm sure if I saw it in theaters, it would look better. But I would have probably hated it more because <laughs> I would actually got out of the house to go watch it. Um, I think visually it looks very very good. But as somebody who's never read the books or seen the original movie or know very little about what it is. I think they, I don't think the movie does, and this is just me singing. I don't think the movie does a very good job of bringing in newcomers. I think it, I think it, if you were probably a fan of any of those things, you probably would really, really like it. Um, and if you're kind of like a casual fan or know somewhat of what the property is, you probably will still like it. Uh, but a lot of it for me was just mad confusing. Uh, so on this planet uh, that they are, trying to take over essentially they have this thing called the spice the spice melange uh so the spice is like it's a drug but it's also fuel for like interplanetary travel and they dropped this line where if it wasn't for the spice interplanetary travel wouldn't be possible and then it made me think it was like okay so how did they get to the planet to get the space gas in the first place was that explained because i didn't see or hear any of that like how how was planetary travel possible before? No, this... it's not. It wasn't explained yet. Oh oh, so it, so it was not. So we just supposed to accept the fact that this thing is the only way. Yeah, the same way when you watch the first star. The same the same way when you watch the first Star Wars, you're supposed to know about the Force. This thing that nobody explained. These people nobody talked about. You just it was it was a story that started in the middle of something happening, with the intention it of it being four. yeah of it being explained out with with other movies. Oh okay, got it. Uh, so this isn't new. <laughs> okay, I was I, I didn't know if I missed something. I didn't know if I missed it or not. Uh, that was one of the things that confused me. Uh, the only the only thing the last little nitpick I'll have is uh, Idaho. What's his name? <laughs> Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Gang, gang, baby. That's probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite character in the movie. 
Duncan <laughs> Idaho. Indiana Jones. Duncan Idaho was that nigga, bro. <laughs> Duncan Idaho says that these people that they're fighting against on this planet is is the strongest warriors he's ever come across. They fight like demons. Uh, I've I've never come so close to death. We see this nigga take out damn near a platoon of of these fucking warriors, and then you get to the end of the movie where Paul has to fight, and the nigga just beats this nigga ass with no little to no effort. I said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> here's here's what cool I, I I did laugh when that happened, but I will say <laughs> I was this: like, Yo, I will say this. Is, he, he barely said could that... fight when we first saw him. He said that also, he, he had he said that they sent a specific assassin after him. Yeah. And that's the closest he's come to. He didn't and they didn't even make it seem like the dude that Paul fights is yeah. like super strong. Yeah, Zendaya's character just says <clears throat> he's a pretty he's good, a good fighter. fighter. That's what she yeah. says. Like he's not even Did the best. He's just pretty you know. good out of out of the group because they're supposed to all be like strong fighters. Well no, Whatever. even his even his even fucking uh even uh, Javier Bourdain was like, dog, chill out. <laughs> like, he tried to tell him, yo, chill, bro. <laughs> he was like, nah, yep. damn, I gotta run this. He was like, dog, relax. Yeah, I don't I think gotta, they were. I don't think they were heralding like that, him to be like yeah. this top flight fighter, and he's a top know guy a nigga like yeah. that in the hood right now. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna run his mouth and get his head knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just because you roll with the niggas of, don't make you the nigga. That's the last thing that kind of ruined it for me is uh, Paul has these visions, right? Which for me thematically kind of ruined a lot of the tension because it's like, well, if he can see what's happening and we know this is going to take place, any type of drama that he gets put in, I'm not really, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't really fear for his life or anything because obviously, I, I mean, outside of him being the main character, of course, but like he's able to see everything before it happens for the most part. So I was like, uh, well, I guess I don't know what type of thing you could put him in if he's just going to see that he's going to get out of it more or another. Well, you'll never watch with a Superman movie. But they're, but they're in flashes. <laughs> Remember, he even he sees himself getting stabbed. So it's like everything that he was seeing was not necessarily how it happened. Yeah. He literally gets stabbed in the stomach in one of his visions, but, you know. Right, yeah. You have to interpret it a certain way, I guess. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think the I think it's average. I, I bounce between average and, and okay. Somewhere. Well, between. that's pretty good coming from you, actually. Yeah, I mean, I take, I I take that. I didn't, necessarily, I didn't necessarily hate it like I did the Green Knight. Like I, I was, I fell asleep twice the first time I tried to watch it, and then I went back and. That's a. It's a long. It. It's just a long a, movie. And the first time I watched so, it, it was at ten thirty at night, and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. <laughs> it's so exposition heavy, yeah. and they introduce all these elements with all these different like names and. Because the way they talk about it is like, you know, <laughs> you know, the tradies and all this stuff already. I think if it was like a series, like a Game of Thrones type series, I'd probably be more into it because they have more time. To fuck it Fam, out. there's like there's like 15 houses. OK, there's, so there's it's like there's a lot. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that like to I'm just saying like like I just realized I just learned that like there are a lot oh. of a lot of people who I, I'm assuming they're <laughs> they're going to because even at the beginning and I guess it was kind of a giveaway is when it started it literally in the opening says dune part one and then that's when i was like oh okay so this is gonna be multi they're not gonna try to squeeze all of this in one and i knew that yeah i knew that before it started because i had read some stuff earlier so i knew it but it also that kind of damages a little bit because the story is so dense and then when they decide to break it up it feels like a natural break like uh there's clearly more to the story like i feel like it ended awkwardly but that's my nitpick it okay average uh i i'd be interested to see what happens in part two because apparently that's where like a lot of the good stuff happens according to the internet um so i'll I'll watch part two but like um 
not go I'm not crazy over it like the rest of the world is. Apparently it's doing pretty well financially, so yes. It should yeah. be the same. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh Cam, uh what do you what do you think? I think once again, as we're gonna find out throughout this pod, LA is selling you a bill of goods <laughs> that, is, that is very falsified. I didn't say I hate it. I just said I thought so, it was average. Just, so that's a lot of story you know. and stuff that I just couldn't I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into space opera. Uh, no, I, I can I can totally understand if this movie does not grab the common viewer, unless you just want to watch something that's pretty because it's very well shot. But according to uh, all of these sites, it seems like even the common viewer is liking it because it's like it's getting. Like oh no, eight, you, you're eight, correct. Eight grade ratings on like usually usually for something like the Green Knight, which we're gonna talk about later. It's like all like the Metacritic scores were like eight out of ten, nine out of ten. And then the but the audience one was like five like yeah. five out of ten, six out of ten. But you in know, this one, seem to be the audience loves it. Yeah. It's I think they might also just like looking at the people in it because it's very attractive people. Yes. In this yes. Movie. Some yeah, big yeah, some big name actors in this. Because they were I'm gonna be honest, a lot of them were uninteresting in their dialogue and how they were delivering it outside of Jason Momoa because he has a lot of higher energy. But up until he that wasn't point, rolling with Gurney. Huh? No, that that nigga was. I told y'all he was chewing the scenery. Jo- Josh Brolin's character. <laughs> Josh yeah. Brolin came on screen and said, "I am in this motherfucking yeah. movie." <laughs> y'all thought I was just Thanos? Nah, nah, nah. Watch me work. Right. That nigga came in here with the energy of the second half of Dreams and Nightmares throughout the whole <laughs> movie. But I mean, a lot, a lot of he the said, "How'd you know it was black. me? Somebody could have mimicked my footsteps." My nigga, <laughs> was, he wasn't playing with y'all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I enjoyed this movie. It had one real lull. Yeah, as a matter of fact, on Rotten Tomatoes right now, the reviews are only at 82% from reviewers. The critical score is 91%. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, it was one of those movies where it only had one real lull period for me. And that was when they were when him and his mom were going through the desert and they're doing mm-hmm. the fucking, they're doing the cha-cha slide. Now, <laughs> the rest of the movie, though, I was thoroughly invested. I And I don't usually like blatant exposition and this movie has blatant exposition but it got me i was like this nigga's in here it's like he's in school <laughs> he's like learning as he goes along but then also knowing I, why do i know some of this shit that i know why do i keep having these dreams why is this shit happening i felt like they they did a very they did very little things to kind of make you realize that the atreides family was either very dope or very feared <laughs> yeah like, yeah well but yeah no, i, I love the acting i enjoyed the way they showed you the world that they went into mm-hmm. I, I i thought the action scenes were immensely well done like when when fucking uh idaho took the took the plane and that beam is following him that shit yeah. was fucking crazy yeah. um i think that the ending was a bit anticlimactic i know it's supposed to be setting up the next movie mm-hmm. and but that had me if that that was if that didn't have a fight at the end of it i'd have felt like i did after the first lord of the rings where i was like this is fucking stupid uh, even though the first Lord of the Rings was a trash movie anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I would have I would have liked it to end a little bit stronger. And I also hate that the last line of the movie was, this is only the beginning. I was like, that's corny. But <laughs> but overall, I really, really, really enjoyed doing it. I need to go watch it in the theater ASAP. Mm-hmm. Please go watch it. Please go watch it. Please. <laughs> or don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, don't I or, just... <laughs> or, or subject yourself to the mind of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's hard. Obviously, it's hard because of the monster that is Star Wars to not look at it, not to use that as the bar. Yeah. But y- you, honestly, honestly, using that as a bar, that's what made me maybe be forgiving of some of the stuff that maybe like L.A. wouldn't like. Because I can imagine myself now 
being introduced to episode four as the first movie and then being like, well, what the hell is this stuff? Like, how come you guys aren't explaining to me why this guy in this black suit is already the guy? You haven't even told me where he came from, who he was. What is this thing that's called the force? They did have um, Obi-Wan's character like lightly uh, introduce it. Who's the force? Luke? Yeah. What is th- what is this weapon that he's using? Why are, why are they, you know, but it was just kind of expected for you to be along for the ride. And obviously... Uh, Lucas had two other movies already in mind, so it was kind of like, I'm going to give you this, but just wait for the rest because I'm going to flush it all out. So for this, knowing that this was only a one-parter, I could understand how some people would be would feel like it was kind of like lacking. But I guess for me, knowing, and I don't know if this is fair or not or if I'm letting him off the hook, but I gave it that pass because I knew, okay, it was almost like a, Tune in next week. Like I'm expecting you not to answer this question now because you're gonna give me the you're gonna give me the answer probably in the next movie. But I mean, overall, it was it was a heavy movie. But super and, dense. and the movie also does not hold your hand in the way that Star Wars does. Yeah. But what they both do is they both use the main character to in, to introduce this to the audience. So like the main character is as the main character is learning things. That's how you're learning things. So you're finding things out through the main character. Um, yeah, like the cast is crazy. It's like star studded. Um, I and also <laughs> I'm judging this based off of having seen the original where like, my God, and there are already like the the, the cloaking that the little cloaking armor thing, like even that already was way better than what it was in the first one, because the first one looks stupid. They had I don't, <laughs> it was really, really bad like jello <laughs> but i'm shocked at how much of the old one well i guess i'm not shocked because they were all following the same source material but they didn't really change too much at the beginning at least like the beginnings of each of the movies are almost the same it's just it just looks way better <laughs> it just looks way way better and i'm almost I wondering guess. if maybe dune was it just was too early for his time like i don't know i don't know i guess yeah. i guess the thing about star wars is like they only came up with stuff that they knew they can pull off from a technology standpoint. Whereas Dune was coming up with stuff where it was like, there's no way you can really replicate this without doing something cheesy. And it was all cheesy. It was really, it was Swiss cheese, but, uh, go ahead. No, I was saying for me, when you make the star Wars comparison, Mark Hamill made, uh, made that character in terms of Luke, um, kind of charismatic. Mm -hmm. Whereas I felt like, uh, Timothy, what's his name? Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. 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 Yeah, Chalamet. Uh, I didn't find, I didn't find Paul Atreides interesting in terms of. Wait a minute, time out, time out. Did you say that you felt that Luke was charismatic in the New Hope? Yeah, well, I well, mean, he was, was upbeat. The people he was bouncing off. He was of. chipper. He was, was a... annoying as shit in the New Hope. <laughs> no, but he was still an upbeat character. He was. He, yeah, he I mean, had. You he know, he was. He was. He was starting his hero journey. You guys got to so, remember like, that Paul does, Atreides he, is like. 15 bro <laughs> no 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 no. i i agree with you i just no, I, just, I don't i don't see them as the same character so i wasn't expecting the same thing yeah i'm just saying if we're comparing the two in terms of for me my interest point because I, I wasn't into star wars when i was younger either i, I didn't really get into star wars until much 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 later uh as i am now but like as an entry point as a character and a lot of this has to do with like his supporting characters like all the characters around uh luke skywalker was really interesting and for uh, Paul Atreides, I didn't really. Fi- I found him like dull for the most part, and he he played like this kind of like soft spoken, somber. The only thing that was cool was the voice thing. 
I thought that was really interesting, but they didn't really get too deep into that. Um, but that was the only part I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting, but they don't really use it except for like towards the end. And then he kind of fucks up. See, that's another thing that you can. <laughs> it's tough, man, because like, hey, I, hey, this story came out before Star Wars, but it's going to be heavily compared to Star Wars because, hey, there's this power that they have where they can use their voice to tell people what to do. Oh, wait, the Jedi can do that, too. So it's like it's it's I think. It's unfortunate for the first movie, one, because I don't think it was very well done, but also because it was in the shadow of that. And I think now Dune didn't really have that shadow. And I think outside of Star, outside of Marvel, which is kind of like its own thing and in its own bubble, we really were kind of I guess we were kind of wondering what the next epic was going to be. Like, it's been a while since we've had um, the Lord of the Rings. I guess, you know, I don't even know if Harry Potter is still going on, but that's kind of already passed. So, like, what's going to be the next big thing that we're going to do? The, the Beast, the, the Beast series. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it's like, what's what's going to be the next big epic that we're going to go watch and see, like, three or four of these? And then it's going to be sold as a box set. Well, they don't have DVDs anymore. So it's going to be sold as some type of bundle. You know, what's that going to be? And it seems like, it seems like. Bam, what are you talking you know, about? There's one going right now. What is it? Nigga. Niggas in space, fast <laughs> mind. What are we doing? <laughs> don't don't play niggas. I can't stand it. We got an epic every uh, new every year. There's a new wheel, like a tire. <laughs> but I liked it overall. Overall, I liked it, and it was one of those ones where it kind of grew on me as I got to sit with the movie in my mind so much so that I went back and watched it again last night. And I was like, okay. And again, it's one of those ones. Admittedly, I watched it the first time with subtitles because, well, one, I got kids in my house, so I don't necessarily have the most quiet surrounding. But so much was happening and there was so much exposition. I was like, I got to have this. Because like one thing the subtitles do is when somebody talks, it gives them the name. So it was a way to help me know, okay, okay, that's who they're talking about. And then so maybe it clicked a little faster for me because I had all of that. But. Other than that, like now understanding the story, feeling like I have a good grasp. Now it's like I, I feel like I would in this is a movie I can keep returning to since I already get the subject matter now. Did you guys like so let me preface it by this. So Stellan Starsgard, he plays like the, the villain in the movie, at least one of them anyway. Uh Vladimir Hark Harkin. Uh yeah. So Harkinen. Harkinen. I think that he did a good job. Yeah, I like I him. didn't find the feeling interesting did you guys find him interesting because i think he was introduced cool like you know how anime characters kind of like yeah. introduced for the first time where you get you see like you see like the back and like yeah. he's like kind of hidden a little bit and he does like something like weird like he raises up off the ground has like mm-hmm. this anti-gravity thing i was like oh that's all cool and then but that's that's kind of like it i was like oh, so why are they afraid of him like you know what i mean so i was like i, I didn't really get why he was where i thought he it was, was a good introduction I thought it was. Uh, like, yeah, I, didn't, I, I was like, I was like, I mean, like when you introduce to like pool. Darth Vader I, to use another Star Wars thing, because Darth Vader obviously has the Force and he's like really powerful in it. And he's like choking out somebody, but okay, I understand like why he's in power. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, but Hart, I but, really. But the Baron was clearly using just underhanded tactics. He's not a <laughs> overbearing yeah. like. He's a slimy villain, and the he's assumption not, like, is that to be overpowered. Yeah, the assumption is that we're we're meeting a guy later in his life. And yeah. presumably we'd find out more about his younger exploits because Batista plays his nephew. So oh, he's nephew. pretty he's he pretty just, old. Yeah, that's why yeah. that's why Batista always calls him uncle. Yeah. Oh, I By the way, I will say part of me was hoping that we were gonna get a 
a uh, no, Batista, a Batista and, and, and Duncan. I, don't I thought we was gonna get one showdown. I thought that was gonna happen too. I thought it was gonna no, happen, no, but it didn't happen. I was like, ah, even if even if even if Batista's character beats him, I thought that's what it would be. He'd get beat by that guy, and then we'd see him as being because we never really saw him fight that much. So I thought we were gonna see him like really get down, so we can know like, okay, yeah, this is this is that guy. Even if Baron is this dude, we know that like waiting. Waiting in the wings is his nephew, who's probably worse than he is. But yeah, the the fighters that they assemble in the white—that's not Harkonnen people, right? That's a different—is that a different family? No, they come from the Emperor. Yeah, those come from the Emperor. They're supposed to, they're supposed to be like the Emperor's trained guards. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, I, they... I understand that they were like getting outside help, but I couldn't figure because they there's a scene where the. What's the people that live underground? Uh, Zendaya's people. I forget the name. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever her people are, they they make them out to be like like I said, like they're badass people, right? And they hide under the fucking sand and fight. So when they pop up, you think they got like the j- jump on these guys, but they don't. But they don't really show the fight either. So I was like, oh, we kind of got cheated out of that. <laughs> but I it's just that I felt like that those little parts where like you get told one thing and then you see something different. Uh, but you, they don't really visualize like why they won. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, I wish you would at least show me why they're more dangerous than this other group that you set up to be like so good at, at you know living on this planet. And they live on this planet because they have all these other things. But um, that's not normal. That's not normal to see. To, like, there's these native people who are really fierce, but then they go up against somebody that's got the type of weaponry and machinery that you just can't outdo. I don't you know, doubt that. Yeah. I'm just saying that they didn't. They didn't show it because they, they never did the beat him. Like they said the reason why they why it was over is because they just left, and then we find oh, out. I see. I see again, I missed. Yeah, I missed that. no, yeah, they left, and we find out in the movie that they left because they were gonna send the House of Atreides there, basically as like they're gonna lose there. So like, pull your people out, and we're gonna send them there, pretty much to their doom. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a trick because that's what that's what uh, Brolin's character was saying. Basically, you got to be careful with these guys. These guys ruled this place for 80 years and they just left. That doesn't make sense. So you should keep your head on the swivel on why they would give that up. They, they, they wouldn't just give this up for nothing. So I think he already saw the curve before it happened, which is what he was trying to get Timothy's character to see. So, yeah, they didn't beat them away. They just ended up leaving. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I won't... I'm not gonna watch it again. Well, like I said, if part two comes out, I I'll give it a spin. Uh, you guys got any final thoughts on it? Go watch it. Don't listen to LA. Go watch it, nigga. Don't listen. To it. <laughs> which which is continually stuck. proved on this podcast. Speaking of not listening to LA, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I can't believe I really. A I, common I, I, theme I be, on like, this audience, podcast. Audience, listen to me. I really thought that Cam would have my back on this. Again, I feel really betrayed that he does it. Again, now one of the things, and it might even become a segment in on this podcast, is what would LA think about this? <laughs> so I watch, I watch the Green Knight. Uh, we already told this story when it was over. I immediately text Cam. I said LA is going to hate this. Now I told Cam with all honesty, LA. I said you might not like it, but I think. I think you'll appreciate what they tried to do, whether or not you think they did it well or not. I don't think you're going to have as much of a gut reaction as LA. Yeah. And to my slight surprise, he, Cam, you, you went even more so away that I didn't think you were going to go. 
Yeah, no. Uh, so if you guys recall, as he said, I think it was episode like one, right? Or one or two. It was one of the early ones. Yeah. We there was a discussion about a movie entitled The Green Knight that <laughs> that Antonio said, "Hey, this is a pretty good movie." It's a pretty good movie. And L.A. said, "It's the worst movie I've seen in my entire life." <laughs> yeah, I stand. I stand by that. It's not my fault you don't understand the intricacies of the cinematic masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> L.A. was not a fan whatsoever of the movie. Said it was horrible. Said it was terrible. I've never. I'm just so boring. Nothing happens, and yeah. you know, yeah. all this yeah. extra shit, right? So, yeah. I was hesitant to watch it for a while. I wasn't gonna go to a theater to watch it, and I wasn't gonna pay twenty dollars streaming prices at home to watch it. Fortunately for me, the price dropped. Now the movie's actually out on <laughs> Blu right now, so yeah. it was only five dollars to rent it on Amazon. So. This past week, after I believe we said it on the pod, like because of another time, Cam, you need to watch Green Knight. <laughs> it was a, yep. It's a common thing. We needed to break this tie. There's three of us, so there's always a there always yeah. needs to be a tiebreaker. Yeah. So I decided to rent last Monday. I rented the Green Knight and I watched it. And I must <laughs> say, <laughs> what honestly, we shouldn't even be surprised that LA is so wrong. Like we shouldn't. Like we so shouldn't betrayed. be surprised. I feel so. LA betrayed. is so incorrect about the things he says. Now, the I people agree movie, with me. No, they don't. I went into that different. movie uh, hesitant, as I said, to watch it. And then, as, as the movie starts, the, the opening scene of the movie, you've got him sitting on a throne and his head catches fire. And I went, hmm, it's a strong opening for a movie that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> he's out here chasing a prostitute around, going to church. Uh, going to hang out with King Arthur and he decides to take on a challenge of the Green Knight and he didn't need to he does dumb shit because he's he's an idiot and then he it, it just shows his journey and the, the things he does in the process of going to see the Green Knight to complete the game that they started a year prior and not only does stuff happen in this movie <laughs> it's an entertaining movie Like I don't understand what LA was watching or if there was just one little thing LA didn't like, so now the whole movie's ass, which is what literally what LA does. LA, LA will literally just be like, hey, yo, remember that time when they said that dogs could fly, but that dog didn't have no wings? This whole movie is ass. This movie's a two pack of ass. Remember they said that David Duchovny was half black at the beginning of the movie, and then at the end they don't mention his African American heritage. I don't fuck with this whole movie now. It just, you just oh, you pick one thing man. you don't like about a movie early on or in the middle or towards the end, and then you like completely discredit the rest of the movie when it's just a nitpick that only you. This are this is so why this is why I said he was gonna dislike it only because. I already knew because of the source material that that there was a lot of stuff that happens in the movie that isn't necessarily important to the plot of the movie, and, but they also don't explain. And I just knew that was going to bother LA. <laughs> like, why are these giants? When I saw the giants, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to hate this movie. 100%. Like, he's not going to like it. You know, why, you know why, I immediately, why I immediately didn't care about the giants? Because right before that, this nigga eats shrooms, and the section was called the interlude. <laughs> the nigga high. I don't care what he sees. It's a terrible, terrible video game. Oh, um, man. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you something that I agree with. Uh, somebody uh, that reviewed it. Who? Tomatoes. 
It's, it's the audience. The audience. Oh, some random we guy. Know you know, we already know the critics love it. It's at at day four five six seven on Twitter, who has two followers, and he's from Tampa. <laughs> That's not the point. It is the point. The green, the no, green you, night. No, it is the point. No, it's the point. Taking you know, the a green night is, just is because the you empty agree space with it. between one's neurons, where no brain activity is happening. Deep sleep. It's the ultimate indulgence by the filmmaker, stretching the source material out like putty. I agree. Boring. No real plot so you development. literally just Huge picked fest. a random review just because you agreed with the sentiment and ran with it. Self-indulgent claptrap. L- LA's going to be going to like a restaurant. is going to find a review of some guy who knows nothing about food and look, oh, he doesn't like it. Ah, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> this, hey, this guy's opinion doesn't have that much value, but hey, let me take it. Look, man. All I'm saying is that the audience agrees with us. <sighs> but they Ooh. don't. They do, though. Who, which they audience? Do. Normal, normal, regular, everyday folks. All right, they agree that this shit was long, drawn out. Story didn't make no sense. It was the same. It was. Now, if you have an issue with the pacing, I understand. It was. Like, if, it if was ten minutes. Come on this podcast and say, "Hey guys, I didn't. I didn't like the pacing of this movie. I wasn't really a fan of the source material. You know, just wasn't for me." L.A. can't say that. L.A. has to say that the movie was something that it wasn't, which is bad. It's not a bad movie in any way, shape, or form. I mean, the little things came out this year, and he said it was the worst thing that came out, and I was like, "What?" My nigga, the little, the thing little things was so much worse, <laughs> like so much worse. <laughs> nigga, Lamb is worse than this movie. <laughs> this nigga said nothing happens in the Green Knight. Nothing happens in Lamb. A, nothing happens. A tractor and said, mm, "Riveting." Like, what are we doing? Farm life, <laughs> mountainsides. <laughs> God damn it. If you want to be on Little House on the Prairie, just say that, nigga. Fuck. Oh, man. It's a, bad, it's a terrible movie. That's a I fantastic way to cap the pod is to say that L.A. was out, was, was overruled on a movie. I mean, is it really exciting to, to do what we always know, which is L.A.'s wrong? <laughs> that's far for the motherfucking course. No, I okay, to know that as the winner of the 2000... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> As the winner of, the, of that movie draft, I would like everyone to respect my Thor talk. Okay. Well, as the as the actual winner who actually won outright in his movie draft. Oh, yeah. Not by, not by okay. a coin flip or a phone call. I'm telling y'all this nigga wrong. <laughs> and whenever you want to run that smoke again, you let me know. This this I guess we do technically need a tiebreaker, right? I guess, and and this isn't a knock at all. I just people just watch movies differently and for me perhaps because and like I don't know if maybe like Cam if when you listen to somebody I, even though I've heard you say that people stink <laughs> I don't know if maybe you you listen you listen to a rapper and then perhaps have maybe a, a slight sense of maybe you give a little bit more grace because it's like I know what it's like to go in a booth and have to do this, or I know what it's like to have to stand up on a stage to do this. So there's always going to be respect given to somebody who does this. And whether I like it or not, you know, I'm going to at least maybe respect the effort unless, you know, there's some other stuff going on where it's like, it's not worthy of respect. So for me, Uh, 90% of the time. Yes. I try to do that. Yes. So for me, for movies, I've tried it softened my criticism only because I know how hard it is to to start and finish a movie like just just to make a movie. It doesn't even matter if it's the best or worst movie ever. It's just a lot to make it. And I think even more so in a, in a world where we 
so much get worn down by like the same things over and over by sequels, by remakes. I'm always going to value slightly higher anybody who does something fresh. Even if it doesn't land all the way for me, I, I, I appreciate it's almost like, um, you know, Barry Bonds leading, leading the league in strikeouts. It's like, I appreciate the swing because on the other end of that, we get 700 some home runs. So it's like for, for, for a director, I appreciate someone trying to do something that's theirs. And even if I don't necessarily connect with the source material, the fact that I'm just watching some artists do something to me is entertaining. So, you know, that's so when I said L.A. is not going to like it, even though we joke about it, it's not that I think L.A. views movies less or worse or better than me. It's just knowing (laughs) from the short time that I've that I've known him, known you, how you watch movies. I knew that, yeah, this is not going to be your cup of tea. And I get it. And I got it. But I didn't expect worst movie ever. That's not what I expected. (laughs) That was a little I thought that was a little far fetched. But, you know, hey. Okay. I hope you're done with your little soliloquy, man. My name is Antonio Johnson, and I approve this message. (laughs) All right. Well, still worst movies I've seen. Uh, (laughs) Going out on that. No, but uh, if I'm being real, I agree with you. I agree with your sentiments. Uh, I sometimes (laughs) may judge something more harshly than I should. In this scenario, <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to admit it. Green Knight is terrible. Fuck oh, that movie. Man. I can't do it. I can't do it. Fuck that movie. Uh, do we got any closing thoughts? Uh, nope. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> Cam, tell people where they can find you. You can find me doing a double feature of the Green Knight and Dune at Cam Archer. <laughs> Knew it was coming. Antonio, where can they find you? Um, on my phone, rewatching the Doja the Cat um, cosplay of the role to El Dorado <laughs> on loop. <laughs> what a good, what a great fucking thing. This also, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Antonio Devon Johnson. A Devon Johnson, sorry. My name is Antonio, but A Devon Johnson. We got it. People get it. Uh, you can find me um, liking every review comment that says the green eye is boring at <laughs> L uh, dot a dot underscore I Z underscore GFC on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter at LA is GFC. Uh, also follow us on the pot. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at D T W T pod. Uh, you can also find us under uh, Twitter under the same name. Uh, follow us, show us some love, give us some feedback. Let us know if you like the green eye or not. Uh, let us know if you like Dune. Um, the car racing is on our side, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, interact with us. We wanna we wanna hear your thoughts. Um, you know, tell us what you think about the podcast, stuff like that. We're gonna need you. We're gonna need you to make this uh, VH1 movie, <laughs> and only with you can we do it. <laughs> so please, please. Uh, as always, uh, it's nice to be good, but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing. We out.